The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. The big summit in Singapore happens tonight, our time. It'll be uh, tomorrow morning theirs. But um, Mike Pompeo is saying that uh, I'm very optimistic for a successful outcome. I don't know what a successful outcome entails. I don't know how they're defining a successful outcome, but it looks pretty promising. Maybe denuclearizing North Korea would be a successful outcome. I mean, obviously, that would be be great. Just don't ask them to lower tariffs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, That probably won't be an issue since we don't have much trade with uh, North Korea. (laughs) Not a lot of North Korean products coming into the country. No. Okay. Mm Mm-mm. Um, Pompeo said, we're prepared to, to take what will be uh, security assurances that are different, unique, than what America has been willing to provide previously. We think this is both necessary and appropriate. He refused to say if Trump was considering withdrawing or reducing the 28,000 U.S. troops from South Korea. I hope he is. But his language suggested an openness to realigning the U.S. military presence and operations in the region. Uh, that's... That's been uh, what North Korea has wanted for, well, forever, since troops have been there. I say bring them home. South Korea has, I think, the fourth largest army in the world. It's time. Okay? We've been there for a long time. We babysat the situation for a long time. You got China there who it's not in their best interest for a war to break out in the Korean Peninsula. I, I say it's time. North Korea is also eager for the United States to lower its so-called nuclear umbrella, a shield that's guaranteed under long-standing defense treaties with South Korea and Japan. Uh, U.S. foreign policy establishment considers an easing of the U.S. regional defense posture risky and highly inadvisable as long as North Korea maintains its nuclear, chemical, and biological weapons. And, of course, they have a million-man army. That's mostly deployed along the border with South Korea. Where else would it be? So, uh, it's risky. It's risky. It's just a matter of whether or not you believe that they have good intentions now. By the way, um, if you take active and reserve military, Mm -hmm. South Korea becomes the largest in the world. Wow. They were, so when you were saying earlier, active military... Um, is it fourth? Fifth? Let's, let's see. Uh, North Korea is fourth. Mm-hmm. South Korea is seventh. Oh, okay. But if you take in the reserve as well, then South Korea one, North Korea two. Jeez. Then it goes Vietnam, India, Russia, China, U.S. That's if you count everyone. Hard to believe China doesn't have the largest military, isn't it? Yeah. They got three times the population, four times the population we have. <laughs> well, uh, wow. They have. Well, see now, their active military for China is... Is the largest. Uh, let's see. And uh, just this chart here. The reserve, though, it seems like they can call up reserves. Like, I read once uh, 120 million reserves. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. 2.1 million for China active. Okay. Only half a million reserve. So. Really? So, it makes for 3.3. <laughs> and um, there you have it. 
Not that impressive, actually. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, well, that's yeah. a, it's a lot, but Still I mean, we, yeah, we can outdo that. North Korea outdoes it. South Korea does. Well, yeah, we're only 1.3. Where's Russia on that? Uh, Russia's 1.0, so they're at a million. A million. Mm-hmm. So your top five <laughs> active military is China 2.1, India 1.3, U.S. 1.3, North Korea 1.1, Russia 1.0. Wow. What does Liechtenstein have? Liechtenstein. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. I'll have okay. to carry the one. Yeah. But you know when we were doing the... Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing less. Yeah, less than, than I mean, slightly. the top five. Yeah. I mean... Uh, slightly less. This, uh, this chart shows that there are several countries with no active military, including Iceland, like we talked about last week. Yeah, Iceland. Um, uh, with, what, 330,000 people total? Total. So their military is not going to be real, real big. Wasn't it 200? It was 200, 250. I think. 250. 250. I mean, don't sell them short, man. And then they had another 150 in reserve, or was it 400 in reserve? I don't know. I'm busy looking for I think the total stuff. was like 400 people. <laughs> yeah. Not 400,000. No, let's see. 400 reserve, people. Yeah. Uh, reserve. Uh, this is a great little chart. I'll have to tweet this out later. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, I could get lost in that for yeah, hours. This is fascinating. I mean, because you can sort these charts. Like, mm-hmm. as you're talking, I'm clicking active, and then it sorts them that way. I'm clicking total, reserve. Fun stuff, but uh, grand total, 250 in reserve. Uh, oh my gosh, look at this. No, Iceland is zero active, zero reserve, 250 paramilitary. Grand total, 250. Grand total. And those are just paramilitary. Yeah. No regular army. Right, right. They're, they're, they would get crushed by Haiti that has 70 people in their active military. <laughs> 70. So don't be screwing wow. around with Haiti. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Grenada? You have Grenada's force now? I mean, we should get Jeffy in here. He yeah, would know I know. His head. He doesn't like to talk about it, though, so Aww. it brings back too many too many memories. <laughs> it's really difficult for him when that happens, so I'd hate to put him through it. Yeah, I'm not seeing Grenada. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't make Maybe the they don't have a force either. Right, maybe they're banned now. Uh, 888-933-93. Um, we were talking on, uh, on Glenn's show about the TSA and their extended, unbelievable pat-down of a 96-year-old woman in a wheelchair. This is craziness. This is ridiculous. Now, if you're thinking, well, Pat, they, they have to do this because they got to make sure she's not carrying a bomb. They've got to make sure she doesn't have like an, like an a- AR-15 uh, you know, strapped inside there somewhere. How do we know? She doesn't have an AK-47. How do we know she's not loaded with C4? Well, because it's happened so many times, right? Uh, if <laughs> if we don't stop the exploding grandmothers in wheelchairs phenomenon. When are we going to learn? When are we going to learn? When are we going to learn? I mean, what does it take for us to finally get the message? It, take a look at this because <clears throat> you tell me. You be the judge. You be the judge. Is this appropriate? Is this necessary? Because weren't there three people in wheelchairs? Uh, and she's the only one. Oh, really? Yeah, there were three people in wheelchairs. They let the other two go, and she's the one. That, and I don't know. It's just that random search thing that they do. How is a random search going to work? If it's, if it's not random, I'd almost be okay with it. If you're targeting certain people because certain people committed the crime in the first place. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can understand that. But you're not. You'll have a three-year-old. 
uh, taken aside and searched like this. Or you'll have a 96-year-old grandmother in a wheelchair taken aside and searched like this. You tell me if this is appropriate. Inner thigh. She's being getting uh, felt up. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Her family's not happy. What the hell is going on here? Good question. Oh, yeah, Good question. Six-year-old terrorist. Here. <laughs> God. You can hear his frustration. Yep, he's pissed, and this I don't blame him. Viral. This, this is gonna go viral. Yeah, so that's the okay. tame part of the of the video. Yeah. There's another fun place as well. So. uh then they continue. I mean, the family's pissed at this point. By the way, this whole process lasts six minutes. And the actual touching, I think you counted three minutes and seven seconds. Three or minutes and seven seconds of physical contact between TSH and the grandma. And, you know, they always use the excuse, well, we, we told you what we were going to do. We, we narrated it the whole time. Well, I don't care that you told me you're going to feel me up now. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab your unit. And uh, I'm going to twist it into a knot. Well, I okay, you told me that, but uh, I still didn't want you to do it. <laughs> I don't. Okay, now we're going to feel your grandmother's breasts, if Seriously. that's okay. Seriously. Take a look at uh, part two here. Look at this. This is amazing. Okay. No C4, apparently. Good gosh. I mean, this is obscene. And it's not the first time she's done this. Yeah, she's been in this other area before. I mean, serious. It's insanity. It what are you doing? I, I just... That poor oh woman. Oh my God. That poor woman. Oh. Look at how uncomfortable she is with you. I, uh, I, I don't even know what to say to that, except it's obviously abuse. That's just abusing your, whatever you, I, I don't know what kind of, <laughs> I don't know what kind of enjoyment you're getting out of that. I, I, if you're saying that all of that was necessary, I'm going to call you a liar at the TSA. I don't know. Maybe you think it was. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If we're wrong, I just, I can't. I don't know what to say about that. That is obscene. And by the way, the grandmother said she never wants to fly again. Because she doesn't want to go through that again. Who would? That poor woman. I I mean, mean, that's hideous. If she's 96, was she born in 1922? I mean, Mm. she's -hmm. she's seen a lot. Mm -hmm. She's probably never seen anything like that, nor experienced anything like that. Welcome to the new America. (laughs) Sad. Yeah, it is. It is sad. And her family's pissed. And I, I don't blame them at all. By the way, this has got 9 million page views on Facebook. So, you know, it, it has struck a chord with people. Um, the, the daughter said, I couldn't believe what they were doing, that they were doing this to my 96-year-old mother. It was just shock and frustration because they wouldn't talk to me. I felt helpless. Yeah, so while they're saying, what the hell is going on here? Uh, is she a 96-year-old terrorist? They, they don't respond 
to the family at all. They just keep doing what they're doing. Okay, now I'm going to go all over your breasts again. Okay, now I'm going to go all over your pelvis and uh, and on your lap again. I mean, I can... Okay. Okay. I can understand a reasonable search. There was nothing reasonable about that whatsoever. Nothing. It's just, it's pathetic. 888-900-3393. Glenn and Tanya started real estate agents I trust years ago because they were personally frustrated trying to sell their home with their realtor. And they didn't want others to have to go through this. They wanted to find a way to make it a better experience for people because the home is... For almost all of us, it's going to be the biggest investment we ever make in our lives. So you want to have somebody in your corner who cares, who's really good at what they do. And that's why uh, Glenn's team qualifies realtors all over the country based on their experience, their marketing plan, their character, and what kind of results have they gotten in the past for their clients. Good barometers. And another one that I, I really think is important they're fans of the show which means they're going to have a lot of things in common with you so if you're trying to sell your house obviously you want to sell it fast and you want to get the most money out of it nobody wants to lose money on their house so go to realestateagentsitrust.com we'll introduce you to the best agent in your town even if you're trying to uh, purchase a new home you want somebody in your corner who is good and again, we'll we'll show you the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Is it appropriate to fill up a ninety six year old woman in a wheelchair because you're afraid she's got C four in her uh, bra? I, I mean, the hands of the TSA agent go all over her breastage area and all over her pelvic area repeatedly, not just once, but they go back for seconds and thirds. It's just it's crazy. Uh, and why the extra scrutiny on this particular 96-year-old? Well, because it's all random. That's why. We've got to do this randomly, and we want to make sure they don't think that we're actually targeting any specific person. We would we would never profile anyone. So a 96-year-old white grandmother will get the same scrutiny as anybody else from any other region in the world. In fact, she'll get more scrutiny. Okay, well, that's asinine. It's ludicrous. 888-900-3393. Again, if you know, if you got exploding uh, 96-year-old grandmothers in wheelchairs on planes, I'm going to say, okay, you, you got me this time. M- maybe next time we'll, we'll look into this a little bit more. And I'm not saying you don't check them at all, but come on, that's ridiculous. Over three minutes of actual physical contact in sensitive areas of her body. Insanity. Sometime, we're going to have to get a hold of the TSA. We're going to have to get control of it, and we're going to have to put a stop to this. 
How long will we put up with this as Americans? It's already been 17 years, and it's gotten, it's gotten nothing but worse over those 17 years. I mean, in the immediate aftermath, it wasn't this bad. You know, yeah, they put you through the, the machine. Uh, they might pat you down if they had some kind of concern. But this is insanity. And they've actually said, yeah, it's going to get more intense. And now we see the fruits of, of that. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. 888-933-93. Alan in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Uh, yeah, I was calling about the uh, TSA thing, you know, the traveler's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't really help with a 96-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. But for guys, uh, you, you guys have been advertising the erectile dysfunction chew. So I'm thinking, before you go through the, the feel-up station, have a chew, you know, and make it uncomfortable <laughs> for everybody. I don't know. All right. Thank you, Alan. That's one way to approach it. I personally wouldn't want to approach it that way, but uh, no, no, I don't want him to think I'm enjoying it. No, uh, thank you. Hashtag where your grandma stay uh, <laughs> on the ground next time, quite frankly. And she did say she doesn't ever want to fly again. That would ruin the experience for for you. I mean, well, uh, it's made me so mad when they've taken me aside on the random check and felt me up in the crotch. Um, okay, that's it's not a missile in there. Okay, that's that's just part of me. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's maybe. Yep. It's not. It's it's. Uh, I'm sorry. Look, I, this is so embarrassing. I have to the, I have to explain mm-hmm. myself every time. Every time. Can and you it's please just but, make a note? Take my word for it yeah. from here on out because this is <laughs> getting out of hand. That's what you go through. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my lot in life. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> And it's just, it's stupid because they know this isn't helping. They know this isn't preventing any kind of terrorist attack. They know this 96-year-old woman has nothing in her bra and nothing in her pants. There's nothing at least dangerous in in either either of those places. Oh, that's where that Werther's original got off to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Linnell in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Good to talk to you again. I'm the... The truck driving mama. I got my son on the truck with me right now for the summer. Nice. Heading back to Dallas. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, flying used to be really fun, and it's not fun anymore. No. And um, I have for myself, and I think that all Americans should adopt this new plan that I have um, about the TSA and flying, which is to wear flip-flops in a bikini for women <laughs> and speedos for the men it doesn't matter your age or your body shape or anything because mm-hmm. uh i just i i got i actually missed a flight one time because uh my underwire bra didn't make it through and they had to touch my junk and feel me up and oh, good heavens and uh all that crap and then yep. even my mom's not 96, but she's 84, 85, mm-hmm. and um, she had double hip replacement and had the metal uh, plutonium or whatever uh, joints, and she had that official card that says all that, and they just, they totally, they did, they felt her up. It was horrible. It was a nightmare for her. It's pathetic. So There's just no yeah, reason for so, it. Would you really take, so yeah. would you really take that, uh, 
to a, a bikini and flip-flop extreme? Would you? Uh, are you willing to do that? Yeah. Yeah? I am willing to do that. I totally am because um, I'll ship. That's the other thing. You can't even take anything on the plane anymore, so I'll just ship all my crap where I'm going ahead of me <laughs> and, um, and then just flip-flops in a bikini and then just parade arms up and uh, spin around and, yep. you know, do a little dance, and I think everybody should do that. <laughs> Thanks, Linnell. Uh, I I don't I don't think people would agree if I were to wear a speedo to the airport. I don't, I don't think they'd agree. Everybody should do that. Well, Linnell might get an extra bag of peanuts if she <laughs> plays her cards right in the plane. Wow. Uh, yeah. Huh. I, I mean, it, it has been suggested though before that you fly naked or that you fly in a bikini or a speedo because then they can see you know ninety percent, ninety five percent of your body area. And there's not, of course, they'll check the stuff they can't see too. I mean, I, I have every confidence that the TSA would still would probably do a cavity search on you. <laughs> I, this is just ridiculous. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat in Massachusetts, you're on the blaze. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to make a comment because um, I've lived in Maryland for about. 40 years, I guess. And I work for our state's attorney here. And years ago, before they had TSA, our Maryland state troopers used to do all of the security at BWI airport. And they would rotate troopers through from different barracks to work at uh, the airport so that it wasn't like they got stale there. And uh, they used to use the cadets, the um, guys and girls that were in training at the academy, which ran six months, they used to, when they were getting ready to get out of the academy, they'd rotate them through into the airport. And they had canine there, and it always felt like secure, professional. Um, I never felt unsafe ever when I used to travel. And I always loved the, the fact that we had people that were having years and years of on the street experience and. Um, Maryland State Police had such a great reputation, and um, they had uh, their academy was really uh, long and you know very. Um, I don't know. They had they just have a lot of experience, and I loved that they were always up to date on everything because they kept rotating back through into normal course of duties. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I don't know why we don't do that anymore. Yeah. I feel like there's no reason to have TSA if you have your state police in each state covering your airports and they're also then the paying them allows you to have more of a of a larger police force if you need it uh, and it, it shouldn't cost a lot of extra money the amount of money we spend on TSA is ridiculous compared to what it would be to add you know a mm-hmm. few more troopers and have them rotate through yeah, uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. It, uh, that is the thing we're just not doing. These are not highly trained people. The TS, they're not, they're not highly trained, like you're talking about with Maryland State Troopers. Uh, I don't know if they're trained at all. They're just, they're just given these jobs, and uh, you know, they probably watch a, an instruction video, and then, then they take it into practice. Um. Your tax dollars at work, $7.6 billion the TSA the has TSA. a budget of every year. $7.6 billion. Don't forget, wow. don't forget that passenger tax that we've had for the last 20 years as well, since 9-11, on every leg of your flight. Is it like uh, 250 I think, one way 
they add an extra two dollars and fifty cents. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, you make connections. Your round trip, one connection's five bucks, extra ten bucks. You know, if you take a. <sighs> so not only do we get abused, but we get to pay extra for it. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Through your great? taxes and through your airline tickets. Yeah, I love that. Good stuff. I right? love that. Grope me more. Yes, yeah, keep doing it, and they will, mm-hmm. and they, it'll it'll get worse. It'll continue to. It's not going to get better unless we finally exactly take a stand and demand that this stop. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter uh, from Saves84. Pat can't even go through airport security without getting pulled over? <laughs> no. No, I can't. Uh, and for Mr. D, Camp Director, can we get Jeffy to strip down to a thong and demand a TSA pat down? Oh, see, I'm torn on that one. I, I mean, that's going to get some clicks, mm-hmm. maybe, or maybe not. Maybe not. So Maybe not. But uh, I, I would say I pity the TSA person who has to do that but i don't be because the first time we, we serve felt sorry right. for a government employee yeah almost but <laughs> not quite uh steve in tennessee you're on the blaze hi how you doing pat listen Good. uh i used to be a prison guard way back in the day before tsa was even around i used to pat down prisoners under the guise of security looking for contraband i used to do that all the time but actually, it wasn't so much of a security thing as it was sending a psychological message to the prisoner. When I violate your space and put my hands on your body, mm-hmm. I am sending the message, you belong to me, and you will do what I say. That's why I will never fly. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I won't fly because of it. That's interesting. So... Hmm. Would that surprise you if that's the message they're sending to us, that they own us? That's exactly, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. We used to have airport security before TSA. TSA came around because Chuck Schumer and the Democrats wanted to unionize airport security. And mm-hmm. to do that, they had to put it under government auspices. And after the government got a hold of TSA, that's the message that they started to send. You belong to me, mm. so do what I say. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Steve. That's fascinating. Yeah, it That's is. A good perspective right yes, there. Yes, it is. Mm. Really uh, chilling when you think about it. Uh-huh. But is, I mean, it's a government agency. Of course they want to send that message that they own us, that they they control us. It has nothing to do with actually trying to keep us safe. Mm. I mean, it might have a little bit to do with that, but I think the the vast majority is sending a message to us wow so now all we need is irs agents uh that uh, have part-time gigs as tsa agents and boy that's a power trip 
Ugh. I mean, if if they really wanted to secure the airport, if they really wanted to secure us in flight, you would absolutely train these people like the Israelis do, and you would have them look for certain characteristics. Is uh, uh, profiling part of it? Yes. Yeah, it would be. It should be. But not all of it. You should always you, you should also look out for people who are acting strangely, who are incredibly nervous, who uh, don't feel like they're there in a comfortable situation. Those are the people that the Israelis always take out of line and talk to for a while. And and just kind of get a feel for who are you? What are you doing here? Uh, do you have anything to hide? I mean, if you really wanted to, if you really want to secure the uh, the airport and and air travel, then that's what you have to do, because this isn't doing anything except pissing off an entire population of people who don't deserve it. We don't deserve this kind of treatment. Ninety six year old grandmothers don't deserve this kind of treatment at the airport. Uh, Paul in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Yeah, I was I was just gonna comment on what you just said there about the international cities, you know, like Paris, mm-hmm. Berlin, you know, they they probably have more strict uh, or stricter, you know, procedures because they have they have dealt with more terrorists, right? Yep, in their countries, mm-hmm. and like you said, the Israelis, you know, they pull people out of line. They're trained. They probably train their soldiers, which is what they have probably there. And like you said, they, they're able to recognize people mm-hmm. that may be a terrorist. Whereas in this country, you know, they hire people that I don't think they train them, you know, for that reason. Anyway, all they do is train them to pat down people like, you know, haphazardly. They don't yes. care who they who they pat down. Right. Yeah. Uh, has they ever patted down like a two-year-old uh, kid or something like that? I don't know. Probably. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. We've we've seen it. We've got video of that. Appreciate the call, Paul. Um, and they're not they're not trained to look out for specific characteristics of people. They're not. They're they are trained to do random searches, and they'll tell you. Uh, it's yeah. We you came up random a random search, so now we got to pull you aside. Well, what good is that? You're going to randomly run into the person who is the terrorist and has something to hide? Eh, probably not. It's ludicrous. Uh, Jonathan, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Thanks hey. for taking the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a quick question uh, in regards to the grandmother, or really anybody in that situation. Um, are, are you allowed to say, you know, this is enough, stop it, uh, I've changed my mind, I don't want to travel, I'm not going to fly today, and then leave? Yeah, I think you could or do, do that. They- you could or do, do they that. basically trap you? Do they arrest you for saying, hey, that's suspicious, that you're not going to let us search you? I, I assume you could back out of the search by, by refusing to fly. But then, you know, that's why you're there is to go ahead and, and take the trip to wherever you're headed. And, and then you'd, you'd just have to not fly. I think you could do that. Uh, I don't know if they'd trap you. I, I don't think so. But, uh, I've, you know, who knows with the TSA? In this environment, who knows? They might consider you more of a threat if you back out of it. I'm I'm not really sure. Maybe if uh, uh, we have a TSA agent 
listening, they could fill us in on that. Appreciate the call, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm looking at the TSA website right now. It just says at any time during the process, you may request private screening accompanied by a companion of your choice. A second officer of the same mm-hmm. gender will always be present during private screening. Oh, so I can go have him feel me up in private. In private. That's it, great. It doesn't say That's anything great. about saying, you know what, I'm good. Yeah, because most people aren't going to say, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go then if you're going to do this to me, because you want to go. You want to take the trip. You want to go wherever you're going. If it's for business, you can't really uh, refuse to fly. Uh, if it's for pleasure, you've had something planned for a long time. You've paid for it. You've got your ticket. Uh, it'd be it'd be a hassle. You'd probably lose money. Yeah, I would like to know though if that's I would even, too. or do they go? Oh, now too. you're suspicious. Come over here. When really all you were trying to do is say, look, if we're going to do, if you're going to get to second base out here in public, can at least <laughs> go in private to go to third base? <laughs> I mean, this is government out of control. I think they start at third base they start at and they just, base. you know, you go into private, they're going to go all the way home. <laughs> yeah. You might be onto something. Oh. Uh, it's, it's agonizing though. Mm-hmm. I've hated this from the inception but it's it's worse now than it it used to be there is no doubt about that triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh also we have uh iran saying that they facilitated the passage of 9-11 hijackers hmm. uh, as reported by the free beacon in washington an iranian official admitted for the first time that his country facilitated the passage of some of the 9-11 hijackers. The admission comes in the form of an interview which appeared on Iranian state TV last month. Uh, Wow. Our government agreed not to stamp the passports of some of them uh, because some of the terrorists, because they were on transit flights for two hours and they were resuming their flights without having their passports stamped. However, their movements were under the complete supervision of the Iranian intelligence. Lara Johnny said the U.S. took this as evidence of Iran's involvement in the 9-11 terror attacks and fined Iran billions of dollars. Did we? <laughs> oh, boy. Did no, we? please. Don't find me. If we did find them, uh-huh. uh, we gave it all back to them when uh, Obama left the payment on the tarmac for them. <laughs> Pathetic. A federal judge in New York on Tuesday ordered Iran to pay billions of dollars to parents, spouses, siblings, and children of more than 1,000 9-11 victims. Uh, The default judgment by Judge George B. Daniels found the Islamic Republic of Iran, uh, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, and the Central Bank of Iran liable for the deaths of 1,008 people. Hmm. whose family sued them. Boy, you know who's really... Um, so that's the fine he's talking about. But did they ever pay it? Of course not. No. And and, and you know hmm. that who's really making the world an unstable place is that Donald Trump, he took us out. We had this great treaty worked out, this agreement with Iran, and right. the, the world was in harmony, Right. and he Everything broke was the great. agreement. <laughs> I swear. That's how, of course, the Democrats uh, approach this. Uh, and are supposed allies in Europe. One of them was actually, uh, it was the, I think it was the foreign minister of Germany after the G- G7 uh, situation because Trump backed out of it um, after that after they wrapped up the conference, the summit, 
And then immediately afterwards, uh, Justin Trudeau said we're, they're going to impose all kinds of tariffs on U.S. products. And so uh, Trump backed out of it. And the German foreign minister, I believe it was, said, well, yeah, we should have seen this coming because they backed out of the climate agreement in Paris, which, yeah, thank you. We, we did. Uh, if you don't like it, tough. And the Iranian agreement. He used those two examples. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, we had a president who had the uh, common sense to back out of both of those crappy agreements. But our allies don't seem much like allies anymore because these are all left-wing people. And uh, they can't stand it that Trump is doing some conservative uh, uh, conservative things. 888 uh, Larry in Colorado, you're on the blaze. <clears throat> Hey, Pat, good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Listen, I just had a couple of quick thoughts. First of all, after 9-11, December, well, no, March of 2002, so right after 9-11, basically, within the year, my wife and I flew to D.C., okay? Mm-hmm. We walked into the airport in my city, and there was a young man in fatigues with an M-16. Okay, that's how we did it. People forget before the TSA, we had our head on straight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is how we did it. Because you walked in the airport, you saw this kid, he had an M16 and you were like, wow. Okay. And Mm -hmm. then you went through security. It made sense. You got on the plane. And of course, the side note of that is you get to D.C. and there's an anti-aircraft battery on top of the White House and the Capitol steps are closed. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's just that, that was how it was. Now, somewhere along the line, and I agree with the other caller, by the way, Schumer and the Democrats railroaded this thing and turned it into a thing. And now there's really no security. We have lost the ability as a nation to look things in the eye and deal with them appropriately because we're Mm -hmm. so afraid of getting into trouble. But what happens... What happens to the TSA when they get into trouble? Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Uh, you know, but, but you and I, boy, we say the wrong thing on social media and we get crucified. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll lose your job. You might suffer a fine. Appreciate it. Thanks, Larry. Exactly right. Uh, and there are no consequences. When, when was anybody ever fired for doing an inappropriate search at the TSA? <laughs> I don't know that it's ever happened. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh losing weight can be a real struggle. Keeping it off can be even more difficult, especially when you get to middle age beyond. Uh it really gets hard. That's where Riduzone can help. With proper nutrition, diet and, and exercise, Riduzone can help you lose weight and more importantly, help you keep those pounds off. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA acknowledged dietary supplement. They've taken the good stuff in olive oil. And created a patented product containing OEA. And OEA has been shown to boost your metabolism. And it helps reduce your appetite too. So uh, if you've hit that age where nothing seems to work. And you just have a really hard time losing weight and keeping it off. It's time to try Riduzone. Order it today at Riduzone.com. Use the promo code PAT. And you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT. For 30% off a three-month supply, it's Riduzone.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray. 888 Of course, the libertarians among us will say, and I agree, you don't have to fly. Just don't fly then. Okay. I, I guess there is that option. Libertarians or, would say that? I think so, yeah. You don't have to fly. Just drive. No. Don't go. No. Wouldn't they say that? Democrat progressives would say that. Yeah, I think libertarians would say that too, because you don't have to. Libertarians. It's like it, it's like the argument, like if you don't like smoking in a restaurant, don't go there. Okay. Don't go to that restaurant. It's How the about, same same thing. Stupid ordinance to begin with, controlling <laughs> the population and private businesses. But no, here's what a libertarian would do: they would take a metallic paint and paint the Fourth Amendment text on their stomach, so when they go through the X-ray, you get to see that you're violating that. Now it's not going to change anything, but that's You've what a libertarian would do. Give me a great idea. I'm taking a flight on Saturday, so I'm going to do that. I ain't painting that. Or, or who's not? Gonna paint, who's going to paint that on you? And my wife might paint it. I on. doubt it. <laughs> I doubt <laughs> it too. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I just want to get there because that's a, uh-huh. you know that's what she'll say. Oh, she'd be so angry if I did that. Cause a big scene at the TSA. Uh, but I I just I'm disgusted with it every single time I go through it. Take off your shoes. Take off your belt. Put your computer in one section and your phone in another, and and take off your pants and then your shirt. And oh, I, oh. <laughs> I'm it's telling you, man, stupid. You you get some good treatment there. I do. I tell you, mm-hmm. I do. Can can Jackie be uh, videoing this time for us, please? I don't think you'd enjoy that. Well, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Maybe I would. But you know, it's just it's not practical to say you don't have to fly. Because if you're going a long distance and you've got to get there quickly, of course you're going to fly. It's just that why do we have to put up with this as American citizens? Uh, And why does it continue to get worse instead of better? We still haven't perfected this security measure in 17 years. It's gone the other way. it's, It's more ludicrous than it was even in the beginning. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Matt in Minnesota Minnesota, you're on the blaze. It's your favorite gay millennial liberal, though I'm not special anymore because I've heard gay guys and mm-hmm. liberals. Anyways, <laughs> maybe it's the liberal in me, maybe it's because I'm gay, but I refused the uh body scanner out of principle. I went down to Mexico earlier this year to visit my mom. And I've done something opposite that a lot of listeners have uh, called in about. I'm mm-hmm. overly friendly with them. So when they, you know, I refused the body <laughs> scanner and they told me how invasive the uh, pet down would be, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's great. And they were like, it almost sounds like you're looking forward to this, sir. They were kind of puzzled by it. And I was like, no, you guys are keeping the country safe. I understand. You got to pat me down. And they were like, well, we got to wait for a uh, male, you know, TSA officer yeah. to pat you down. I go, mm-hmm. I'm gay, by the way. So just, you know, just, just so you know. <laughs> You're cheating, um, man. <laughs> it, it, they're, they're like, well, we, we can't have a woman pat you down. Uh, so anyway, they, they take me to the pat down area. Mm-hmm. And as they start, you know, basically going up my legs, I go, you know, how's your day going? And they're like, it, it's all right. I go, any interesting stories so far? And as they get to my upper thigh, I go, by the way, I'm gay. And they're like, uh, well, well, the guy, he was like, me too. I'm like, well, that, that's kind of funny because, you know, I'm more likely to get turned on by you doing this than I would be a woman. And that made the pat down go a little bit faster. The guy actually they, said he was gay too? Yeah. 
Yeah, he he was like, wow. well, well, me me too. And, Interesting. Uh, that, I think I've had that guy down. pat me down. I've had that oh, yeah. very guy pat me down. I'm just saying, you guys got to be overly friendly, and it makes it awkward. I mean, they looked I at bet, me yeah. like, have a nice day, sir. I was like, you too, guys. Totally and uh, yeah. it, it was just fun. So I just wanted to call and share my thoughts on that, guys. Thanks, guys Matt. Have- you too. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. What do you mean? It's it'd be a little awkward for me to tell them I'm enjoying this situation. He didn't say he was enjoying it. He said I, he I was... don't know that I could be that positive about it. <laughs> uh, positive. I'm not that go. good an actor, frankly. Huh. I'm just not that good an actor. No. No. I'm doing this. Mm-mm. But I've had that guy, uh, <laughs> the gay guy that patted him down. I've had him <laughs> pat me down. Huh. Now yeah. did he go quickly for you? Because no, uh, it oh, didn't. Really? No, it didn't go quickly. Oh, okay. It was uh, very extended and very excruciating. And he didn't even buy me dinner afterwards. See, now that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. There was no candlelit dinner. There was no music, soft music playing in the background to set the mood. There was nothing like that. Did he call you the next day? No, didn't. What? Didn't even call me. That's right. Are you? Hashtag me too. Right? I'm sorry. (laughs) now Now I'm upset for you. Right? You were used. Exactly. I mean. Yep. Hmm. Like an old shoe. Just tossed me aside afterward. <laughs> 888 um, It's interesting how this family is dealing with it because uh, they're, they're definitely not the lemmings that normally get patted down like this. And just say, eh, it's, you know, it's part of the process. It's keeping us safe. I mean, they're posting this thing on Facebook, and they're really speaking out. Good. Uh, The daughter of the 96-year-old woman said it was just like, how can they get away with this? Uh, Washington Dulles Airport wrote on its Facebook page, many of you have reached out to us to express concern over a video of a security screening taking place at Dulles International Airport. Security screening at our checkpoints is directed and conducted by the Transportation Security Administration. We have shared our customer comments with the TSA and their immediate review and appropriate action. TSA stated uh, to CBS News, The TSA is committed to ensuring the security of travelers while treating all passengers with dignity and respect. (coughs) Bull crap. (coughs) In this instance, the TSA officer provided advisements during the pat-down and was extremely polite. Yeah, you're you're polite while you abuse me. That doesn't help. I don't that doesn't make it any better. The passenger was very cooperative and gave no indication that she was agitated oh, or in discomfort. On. Oh, stop it. So I guess you're supposed to writhe in discomfort and let them know that you hate this. She received a pat down and was cleared for her flight. That's the big uh, TSA statement on this. The woman said she's never going to fly again. So she was definitely not comfortable with it. Uh, what do you want her to do? I mean, you've told them that they have to go through this. The family expressed their discomfort over and over and over again. And it just continued for three minutes. You know how long three minutes is? Uh, when you, when you're receiving a, an uncomfortable, very awkward feel up. <laughs> it's a lot. That's an eternity. Yep. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 
More Pat Granley is just around the corner. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network it's one of my pet peeves the tsa i can't stand the tsa (laughs) like i don't buy into the fact oh they're just there for our security they're just keeping us safe no they're not they're not they're not trained enough to do that uh they they don't have they they don't have the knowledge to do that so what happens instead is uh, you just abuse a population of people um we're just felt up at the airport or you get to go through the naked screener too and then who knows what happens with that triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at pat unleashed on twitter muffer squish says i've had one of those tsa searches i had my brand new baby with me it was horrible Later, found the airport had problems with screeners manipulating the system to get free feels. Glad we have these people keeping us safe. Yeah. Well, and there's been stories about uh, guys uh, and the screeners and mocking people or ogling women. Uh, You know, you've got human beings behind those machines. These things are going to happen. Well, they're government employees, so I mean, it's close to human (laughs) Uh, Misbehaved Methane says, the day this happens to me at the airport, it will be my naked in the clock tower moment. Except I'll be naked in the middle of the security line. (laughs) I seriously will. So have your phones out for your free viral video. Everyone needs a Hilda to die on. Hilda to die on. Oh, man. Uh, If somebody, I mean, you'd be arrested, right? If you took this to that extreme, you'd be arrested. And and then you kind of miss your point because... They don't care. End your flight. Right, end your flight. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Patriot, TSA failure rate is 95% for finding contraband in their own test. Yeah. Uh, TSA assault on grandmas, 100% accurate. Hmm. Um, it's, and it's, it's hard to believe that they do as poorly as they do. Because, you know, they're not... I mean, if you watch the employees as things are going through the scanner... They're not looking. A lot of times they're talking to each yeah. other. Yeah. You know. They're... You got to work this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you going to the party tonight? I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I, I don't know. Just, uh, I don't know. And, you know, you see weapons going through, box cutters going <laughs> beep, through. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I just. Ooh. That's that's why. That's why this is my pet peeve. I, I just. Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's that Pat Gray. Get him over here. We're going to get Here he is. Mm-hmm. Come here, sir. It's been, they see me coming. It's been oh, yeah. months. Where, right. Why haven't you been traveling? We've been looking for a gropage. And even if you have, sometimes you get the uh, you get the card that says you can go through the, uh, what is the thing that Stu has? TSA Pre. TSA Pre. It says you can go TSA Pre. Yep. And if you 
have that card, then they still can get you on the random uh, search thing. So when it was going to be that I didn't have to take my shoes off, my belt off, you know, take all the stuff out of my bag, all of those things. Nope, I still get to because it's the it's the uh, random search that I qualified for. Oh, oh, great! Thank you. Wait, I, I thought I had TSA pre. No, no, nah, it's a random search, sir. So. Where, where did we lo- leave off last time, Mr. Gray? Was it third base? <laughs> Were we somewhere between second and third? Just refresh my memory so we can pick it up where we left off. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Bill in Kansas, you're on the blaze. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. Hey, I, I just had a quick comment. Uh, your your last caller, he uh, said when he went through that he uh, told him he was gay, he was a gay man, mm-hmm. and they had to wait for a guy to search him. Yep. But with all the gender identity today in the United States, what if you go through and you tell him you identify as a woman? And, you, you know, you're a man, but you say, I identify as a woman. What a great question. <laughs> They'd go into TSA meltdown over that because what would they do? Would they give you a woman? I don't know. I don't know, but I think I'm going to try that. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> gonna, hey, that's got, I mean, I I mean, I identify as a woman, so I want a woman to to do the search. Would that work? Yes. I, I wonder know. if it would. I wonder if it would. Well, then you cause liberal meltdown at that point. Oh no! What do we do now? I wonder if anybody's tried that. Oh, someone, please. I would love to see what happens at the TSA if you do the identity thing. Ugh. I mean, what are you going to... This is golden. Please, make news. Someone that's traveling today or tomorrow. And please film it if you do it. You got to get, I guess, picked first, right? I guess if you... Could anybody... Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. If you don't want to go through the machine, you you, you can can say, say, let's do the deal. I don't want to do the machine. I'll I'll do the pat down. Okay, well, it's pretty intense. (laughs) I'm in the mood today. Yeah, I'm in the mood. But by the way, I am identifying today as a woman, so <laughs> I would love to see it. Smoke come out of their ears, be melting down. They have no that's, idea what to do. That's a great question. <laughs> Carla in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Good. I have to tell you what happened to me. I was flying with my elderly mother, and I am a grandmother, by the way. My mother's a grand- grandmother. Flying um, from Miami to South Carolina, Mm -hmm. I got snippy with the person who was feeling me up. So they took me into another room, a private area. They asked me to disrobe. I had to take off my skirt and my top. They dumped out my purse. They went through the contents of my purse. They dumped out my carry-on, went through the contents of my carry-on. It was horrible. Oh, my gosh. Now, my mother and I still do take a trip together once a year. I do exactly what they say. But I hate, I hate that I have to do that. It bothers me so much. Me too. And it was horrible. It was a horrible experience. I don't even know where in the airport I was. I can't believe they they can make you. My mother was shaking like a leaf. She had no idea where I'd gone. And I was gone for probably 15 to 20 minutes while they groped me in my underwear. So they did grope you there as well, even when you disrobed? Yes, actually. Oh, my gosh. I, I got, I admit, I got very snippy with the person who was, I felt like, you know, violating me to begin with in the airport. And So um, then they made it worse for you. 
They made it worse for me. Yeah, they punished me for sure. It was horrible. Did you talk to anybody about that? Did you complain? Did you go to like the TSA supervisor or the airports? No, no, no because uh, I wish you would have. So long, we almost missed our flight. Yeah. So and and um. How long ago was know, this? Now I just comply. How long ago was that it? That was about two years ago when my mom and I were going from mm. Miami to only to South Carolina. See, I can't imagine they can make you uh, disrobe like that. That's amazing. They sure did. That they is told amazing. me, you know, you have to, yes. You know, they took me somewhere else in another room behind a screen uh, with a woman. But, you know, I had to take off my skirt, my top, and they actually, they checked me out because I protested too much. Good heavens. That is despicable. Appreciate the call, Carla. I mean... There's no reason American citizens should have to go through this. There's no reason. It leaves you speechless, man. It really does. It's really despicable. Uh, and to think that, you know, this is all done in the name of keeping us safe. And it's it's the old saying, what are you willing to give up for your safety? Uh, what are you willing to give up for your security? And we're giving up our freedom for our security. And Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, both said essentially the same thing. When you give up your freedom for your security, you're going to lose both. And you deserve neither. And that's just where we are right now. And that's, that's where just we the are. airport. I mean, we're, yeah, giving oh, up, yeah. we're giving up so much on our phones for convenience. Right. You're, oh, at the airport, on our phones, uh, the how about the uh, civil asset forfeiture? We're, we're giving up our life savings in some cases. Uh, and there was the, the story of the of the man who gave up his $58,000 at the airport to the TSA. They just confiscated his life savings. He was taking it to uh, Albania with him to buy a house. And they just took it because uh, they deemed it drug money. <laughs> you, you can't do that without evidence. Well, yeah, we can because of civil asset forfeiture. We're the federal government. We can do whatever the hell we want to. And it shouldn't be that way. Uh, that's un-American, but uh, it kind of is that way right now. Uh, court in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. How are you hey, doing today, brother? Doing good. Good. Um, I was just going to mention that my wife, every time we get back from going to another country or anywhere, that she always has to go through extra checkage. And I always saw it as funny, but now y'all see it in a different advantage of being super serious and I, I don't know i've never gone through terrible incidents but i always think it's just kind of funny whenever she has to go through extra does uh, she think clearance, it's does I she guess. think it's funny no she hates it because <laughs> yeah. she tells me she's like every time like i'm gonna have to go through extra clearance and i always thought she was joking but the last five times she has she gets the x on her little paper and then she has to go back through it <laughs> And why? I mean, why is that? Why would that happen to her? I, I don't know. She's she's a coconut, which is a Hispanic girl that doesn't speak English, or doesn't speak Spanish. My bad. Um, but her last name is Rodriguez, and my name's Chapman. So I'm gonna see. She's gonna have her name changed to Chapman. We just got married. I'm gonna see and that see if that helps. Wow, yep. that's that's bad. If that's the reason. Uh, all yeah, right. Yeah, we work around it. So thank you. Guys. <laughs> all right, thanks, Court. Uh, yeah, my wife wouldn't think that's funny. Hmm? Uh, and I certainly wouldn't think that's funny if my wife is going through that every time. Uh, Some of us have to pay for that. 
<laughs> now, see, I would expect that from Jeffy. Um, it's the couch. Is it? Yeah. Is that couch. what it is? It's the you. Have you ever sat over here in this seat? I don't think so. It's the couch. Okay. Wow, so you just become point. inherently evil when you sit in the couch yes. over there. You've got yes. a great oh, wow. point. Yes. Didn't wow. you ever watch Dark Shadows? Remember that back in uh-huh. the. And remember there yeah. was that one room that they go in and weird stuff would happen in that one room. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, not all the time. Hmm. This is that the same way with this seat. <laughs> Sometimes you say that weird things just happen. I've sat on here. that couch in the morning wow. during Doc's show, and I think you're onto something. Because over stuff. here, I'm an angel. Yes, <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Joined now by Brad Stags. Reasons to have dirty ears that you cannot hear out of. Reason number one: mm-hmm. you're in a room and they're playing continual repeats of Samantha B. Show. Oh, over yeah. and uh-huh. over. I need some wax for that. And over. Mm-hmm. Reason number two: you're at the Tony Awards. Oh, good gosh! And you're having to, to listen to all of the acceptance no. speeches. Ugh. No. No, yeah. please. See, th- those two, you do not want to have clean ears. You do no, you not don't. want to order the, the Wax RX system. You just don't want to do it. Uh, the third, of course, is if you are going to the Rights and Responsibilities Museum and you've bought tickets to Jeffy's and my tour, you do not oh. want to hear what we have to say. <laughs> so do not clean your ears before you get to the uh, to the museum. And by the way, nice hat, Keith. Oh, thank you. I, I think you have a nice hat See? as well. Look at that. Thank you. See, and you can get your hat if you go to the Rights and Responsibilities Museum, but that's totally different. Yeah, totally different thing. Everybody else, if you're not in one of those three categories, I would highly recommend you clean your ears because they are nasty. I mean, we can see <laughs> both ways through this thing, and they are just... That's true. Wow. Let's just say, go to usewaxrx.com, and if you use promo code radio, you'll get free standard shipping. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. If you missed the initial story, ninety-six-year-old uh, great grandma in a wheelchair was, uh, I would say, abused at the airport. I, I would say, felt up for th- over three minutes. No question. the The entire incident lasted six minutes, but the physical touching. Uh, in private areas was probably a little over three minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they went over it a couple of times, at least, in the sensitive areas. And the family was saying, what the hell, what are you doing? What is going on here? You, is this a 96-year-old terrorist? And they just ignored, of course, the family and their protests. And said, hey, she didn't do anything. We didn't. We didn't know she was uncomfortable. She has uh, <clears throat> vowed never to fly again. Um, and she just, she obviously complied with it, sat there and took it. What is she supposed to do? As we've heard, if you protest, if you make a big deal out of it, they'll take you into a private room and make it worse. Make you disrobe and then feel you up. <laughs> Good heavens. Ugh. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Sean in uh, Alaska, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. 
Yeah, I was just telling your screener. I said, yeah, when I flew up, I had to fly here to Alaska when I moved here. Mm-hmm. And I went through all the TSA at Orlando, and it was not a pleasant situation. No, it's it's not pleasant. And at the time, you know, six years ago, I was actually still walking with my cane. And they they just they just totally took everything off of me and to go through me. And mm-hmm. I'm... I could barely stand hardly at all while they're doing this. Yeah. And like I said, I will never, I have not flown back to Florida to see my family in six years. Wow. Go through that again. I will take the Marine highway. I will drive my vehicle onto the ship and float for a week to get down to Washington state and then drive the rest of the way before I get back on a plane and go through TSA. Wow. That's a that's a long process. It takes. It a, does it take a week to get to uh, Washington from Alaska on the on a ship? Yeah, it takes it takes seven days to go from say basically Homer. Yeah, all the way down to uh, Bellingham, Washington, on the Marine Highway, and then several. It cost about it cost about twenty five hundred dollars for that trip. Wow. So, but I would rather spend that much money yeah. than go through TSA because I'll end up dotting somebody's eye. <laughs> your integrity will still be intact if you go that other way as well, you know? Yep. So, yep. what's it worth, right? Thanks, oh. Sean. Appreciate it. Uh, and then you got the, then you face the drive from Washington to Florida, which is. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Lengthy as well. So, so uh, Jesse in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, sir. Hey. Yeah, um, back in January, I, I flew to Florida to go to Disney, and I, I have a prosthetic leg. And so when we got to the, the scanner thing, I told them I I can't stay in still for that long time. I'd rather be pat down. So they're like, okay, we'll take you to a private room, which the private room was just behind a table on the other side of the scanner. <laughs> yeah. And they never took my prosthetic leg off to check that. They patted me down but never took the leg off to make sure there's nothing inside there. I bet they. I mean, that would be pretty intrusive, though, if they would do that. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. But uh, you could hide. I mean, could you hide things? Is it hollow? You could put things in yeah. there. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. So you could have all kinds of contraband or C four. Exactly. You load <laughs> load up your leg with all manner of stuff. Huh. Thanks, mm. Jesse. So they don't even look in there. They're not at least at least they're not that intrusive. Like, sir, hand us your leg, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna look into it. But they'll spend how much time groping grandma? <laughs> but, but they will. Yes, Maybe exactly. Sneak in a copy of the Constitution in there. <laughs> so if they ever do happen to look in there, ta-da! Look, yeah, look what you're violating. Uh, illegal search and seizure. Illegal search without probable cause. How about that? Don in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how Hi. you doing? Good. I just wanted to share, share uh, my flight experience with TSA. I'm, I've traveled only with uh, the government on uh, military orders, and I still find myself getting pulled aside for this random searching. So I'm not a, I'm not a terrorist. I find that ironic. Yeah, it is ironic. So you, but, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so for what I've been doing, started doing now because I'm just tired of it. It's like as they're coming up my lower thigh there, you know, running the hand, I'll just kind of like make eye contact and give them a <laughs> pleasurable sound. 
Does that stop it? Does do they stop? stop. Yeah. And and I like sign me contact and go. No, continue. (laughs) (laughs) I allowed two hours. (laughs) I checked in early. All right, thanks, Don. (laughs) I got all the time you need. Uh, See, there's the other way to go. Uh, That's like Matt in Minnesota. You you tell him you like it, and uh, maybe that makes it uncomfortable for them. Make sure you got a friend uh, video in this, please. Yeah. Please. (laughs) It's good stuff right there. Or at least audio. Just hit record on your phone or something. I don't know. 888-900-3393. Yesterday, we had the Tony Awards, uh, as Brad brought up. uh, Not pleasurable. If you're a conservative, certainly if you're a Trump fan, uh, this was not the award show to be watching. These guys were insane the whole thing it's like it i don't know it's like a political rally it's not an award show they all had to babble their nonsense uh robert de niro got up and uh shouted f trump not once but twice during his speech Ugh! Mm. wow is that ag- agonizing what are we in like kindergarten uh, what? I mean, exactly what is this? exactly oh and that got him a standing ovation well, from those uh, douchebag leftists. Trump's definitely Good not heavens. getting into that restaurant. Because, I mean, look how angry Robert De Niro is. Yeah, bad douche. <laughs> I, you know, it's, I don't, I'm not even a huge Trump fan. And that just... Right. It just makes you a Trump fan against your will. <laughs> it just pushes you to defend him, even though you don't necessarily want to. But when they're that ridiculous you can't help but uh aside with with donald trump i mean think about this what if a conservative did that five years ago to to barack, to barack obama. obama we would not be cheering that we'd be like okay <laughs> come on you are not helping could you yeah, shut up absolutely <sighs> but the left gets away with everything i mean sure we, we know that right i mean the left can do anything they want uh <laughs> then at the same wonderful award ceremony uh, they had the the Parkland kids came out and performed. Mm. Uh, we get to hear about their their anti Second Amendment nonsense, and now we get to hear them sing at the Tony Awards. And everything they do is wonderful. Don't get me wrong; everything they do is wonderful. That's great. I'm I'm really happy that they performed at the Tonys. It's great stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and I just hope it never ends. I just oh, I don't, it's not gonna. So I don't, don't want it to yeah. ever end. Let me end. just make that really clear. I don't want it to ever end. Nope. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, time to chew the fat with Jeffy. I mean, I'm walking in here down yeah. the hallway uh, prior to the segment. You, hmm? <laughs> no wonder you were winning. I am like all wound up right now. What's the problem? You did. It looked as though, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. 
it appeared to me that you cut the Parkland kids off. Uh, well, we, we had to get to your that, segment, but uh, you're right. They should take up the rest of the show, fact is, because that's how, that's how powerful they are. Thank you. That I was powerful, my same friend. same audience is the same audience that gives Robert De Niro mm-hmm. a standing ovation for, two words. for him saying F Trump yeah. uh-huh. twice uh-huh. in his little, I'm not for, for sure, F Trump. Right. F Trump. I can't Brilliant. take him anymore. I'm serious, man. He is agonizing. He is. All, all, all I ever hear from him, F him. You know mm-hmm. what? F him. He's, <laughs> he's fuller of himself than Donald Trump. Oh, by far. And we're supposed to all close. just bow down Not to the great close. New Yorker Robert De Niro, and he's so good, mm-hmm. so great. Is he? How are the ratings for the Tonys, by the way? How were they? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's just check them out. Let's see what the headline says. Oh, the headline says TV ratings for 2018 Tonys hold, assisting a strong CBS Sunday. Oh, so 60 Minutes wins. Uh, do they hold? They, they hold. Well, what does that mean? Oh, that means that last year uh, the Tony Awards were uh, down uh, another 40% and 31% over the last couple of years, but they're holding good. <laughs> So they're still they're just holding at the downward moment. Mm-hmm. Good. So in two, the last three years, 2016, 17, 17, they went way down. Now they're not re- they're not coming back from that. No, and they're not coming back from that with De Niro saying "f Trump." They're just not. But they hold. They hold with a strong Sunday performance. Yeah, because sixty minutes holds the same audience. Yeah, sixty minutes is still drawn. There's still eight million people. It's agonizing. I, I, I don't. I, these people are think do they do they do believe that everybody feels the way they do or are they willing to piss off they're willing 50 percent of the people who will potentially watch their stupid plays or see their crappy movies we're, we're too stupid i guess that, that's what i mean they, they don't we'll care. just follow they them don't care we'll just follow them down any road they want to travel including just insulting 50 percent of the country the like same that. Au- and that same audience oh the beautiful parkland kids singing is so wonderful uh-huh. and so touching and they give de niro standing ovation yeah for saying f trump yeah come it's, on it's ridiculous it's absolutely agonizing i mean and i'm sick of having to say i don't i'm not a big fan of donald trump i'm sick of having to say that I know. but he's the president of the united states get over it mm-hmm mm-hmm Let's move the uh, what, what were we told the whole time we opposed Obama? Oh, he's still the At president. Least respect respect the, office. the office of what the presidency. You You've got to respect the office. Yeah, and want, don't say anything bad about his beautiful wife. Right. And Look at you, her arms. If you want Obama to fail, uh-huh. then you want America to fail. Right. And right. boy, we have evidence that boy, they really want Trump I to didn't, fail. I didn't want Obama to fail as president. I wanted him I wanted his Marxist agenda to fail. Thank you. I wanted his socialism to fail because we're not Marxists and socialists. We're not. Uh, But they just want Trump to fail because they hate his guts. And I'm not sure what it is he's done to them. Well, I mean, just being Donald Trump. Just being Donald Trump, man. Yeah. It's really, really bad. And I mean, yeah, we've had evidence with Mar. I mean, don't care. Pelosi, they don't care. Yeah, we should. I don't care. Look at that. Look at this bill. Then brought up Bill Maher. Let's uh, look at what he had to say over the weekend in his, on his stupid okay, show. Cool. I feel like the bottom has to fall out at some point. And by the way, I'm hoping for it because I think one way you get rid of Trump is a crashing economy. Yeah. So please bring on the recession. Yeah. Sorry if that hurts people, but Are it's you? either root for a recession or you lose your democracy. 
Well, uh, you're loot your democracy. First of all, we don't have a democracy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, these people are that stupid. That stands out so bad. Good gosh. And he, he wants the country to go into a recession. Sorry if that hurts people. Are you? Thank no, he's, he's not. He's not. No. He's not because it, it doesn't not. affect him. No. He makes five nope. million dollars a year. He's good. He doesn't care if it's in a recession or not. He doesn't care if you're hurting or not. He doesn't care. He just wants his thing. Right. He wants Trump to fail. That's amazing. It's absolutely it's amazing. A, it's amazing. The whole group. These of are them. bad people. The whole damn group of them. It's Terrible people. Douchebags, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you will. Oh, I will. I, I will. Yeah, yes, I thought. So. I think we all do. Yeah. Um, in my timeline for the past week on Facebook, uh, I've been getting. I keep getting the reoccurring. Um, story about Marvin Haymeyer. You remember Marvin Haymeyer? The dozer killer? No. The uh, The dozer killer? The dozer killer. Uh, The first part of June, uh, June 4th, was the 14th anniversary of the Granby, Colorado kill dozer rampage. And I did not really remember this. I don't remember it at all. We have some footage. Here's some footage of the kill dozer rampage from Marvin Haymeyer. And he was a man who owned a muffler shop in Granby, Colorado. The city council ordained to approve a construction of a concrete factory in the lot across from Marvin's shop. In the process, this blocked the only access road to the muffler shop. Marvin petitioned to stop the construction to no avail, petitioned to construct new access road, and even bought the heavy machinery to do it himself. Denied. So I thought, oh, oh okay, and he's the, and, and, and the whole post, it's a long post on Marvin's great life. And it says, today we celebrate Killdozer Day and Marvin Haymar, the last great American folk hero, a man driven to the brink who chose to fight back against an indifferent system. From notes left behind after his passing, I will always willing to be reasonable until I had to be unreasonable. Sometimes reasonable men must do unreasonable things. Okay. And I thought, uh, is that true? Uh, not so much. Uh, not so did much. They, did they shoot him? Uh, he shot himself. After he bulldozed the building, yeah, he, he shot he got himself? Caught. He, he got caught uh, in a basement of one of the buildings he crashed into, and then he ended up killing himself. I don't believe I've ever seen that footage. No, really? Uh-uh, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of it. So, uh, where, where was this, Jimmy? In uh, Granbury, Colorado. Granby. Wow. G-R-A-N-B-Y, Colorado. So 2018, 19, you know, for 14 years. Hmm. It's been wow. 14 years, 94, June 4th. So it's not really uh, so much the truth. Um, he bought two acres for 42000 later agreed to sell it to the uh, Dasha family who wanted the property for a concrete batch plant for 250000 They agreed. Then he said, no, you know what, I want 375000 Then later he said, no, you know, I want a million dollars. All this was before the rezoning proposal hit town hall. So what happened was is he set it all up to fail himself. Huh. He kept saying no to the deal. Uh-huh. No, no, no. So then he buys this equipment, builds himself his killdozer, and starts tearing down buildings. He's lucky no one died. Yeah. Um, you know, they they yeah. they actually make the big deal about he's such a hero because no one died. But he came close to killing a bunch of people. And the town has never fully recovered yet to this day, really. I mean, there's still buildings. And How many buildings did he bulldoze? He bulldozed, I want to say 16, but it seems like it was more than Good. that. Nobody was killed during the rampage. Wow. Uh, he fired on propane tanks, destroyed buildings. 
I want to say 16 buildings that he destroyed. And he took off, uh, it was a huge, 13 buildings. That must have, 13 buildings. That must have cost a fortune to buy that bulldozer, too, by the way. Well, he bought, it, was a, it was a bulldozer, and then he, he retrofitted it. So it was like a tank on the outside. So they couldn't shoot him. They were trying to shoot it. He couldn't shoot wow. it. And he had holes drilled in to where he could shoot his rifles out at these propane tanks and these electricity wires and stuff. And he was bulldozing buildings. And then he ended up going in. When he ended up killing himself, he got caught in a building that dropped him down into a basement he couldn't get out of. Oh, wow. I mean, okay, he's not. I stopped putting it on my timeline. That's not a hero. <laughs> he's not a hero. No, it's not I'm a sorry. hero. He's not a hero. No. I'm just. I, I, I was so happy that I looked it up because I read that thing like two or three times in my timeline. I'm like, okay, all right, what's up with Killdozer? Why don't I know? Why don't I know about Killdozer? Right. And how, how long ago? How long ago did that happen? Ninety four, fourteen years ago. Ninety four. No, yeah. it's twenty four years or, ago. If it's ninety four, yeah, fourteen years. No, two thousand four. Right. Two thousand four. Right. Okay. So four. It's been fourteen, 14 years. years. And I don't remember it. I don't remember it at all. I don't either. I've never heard of Killdozer. <laughs> Can you believe either. that? Some some guy. Drives his bulldozer into thirteen it should buildings. Should be a movie in America, and I've never heard of it. <laughs> How is that possible? And, and as you as you guys are talking about this, I'm thinking, yeah, wow. I've not heard of this. And it was back in a time where you would have heard of this. Like today, there's so well, much yeah. crap happening every day. Yeah. Oh, I can see. Yeah, a guy tears down a town with a bulldozer. I didn't hear it because you know everything else that's going on in the world. But this, in I, the I don't remember it at all. I don't either. I didn't. Remember I, it I never all. heard of it. Mm-mm. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of footage. I was in Houston doing talk radio. We never heard of that. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Weird. Who was your producer really about that time? Mm. Probably someone dropped the ball and didn't tell you about Boy, it. Boy, that's a fact. Thank you. Thank you. That's a fact. I had a bad producer at the time. Mm-hmm. I'll that's tell you that. Fact. Were you speaking still there in 2004? No, but for no. the purpose okay. of the joke, speaking yes. Of, speaking of bad, <laughs> but speaking of bad producers, it's National German Chocolate Cake Day, so oh. don't worry. You're on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the sum shows up. You suck for so many reasons. <laughs> that, that's true. Oh, my gosh. True. Yeah, words man. have never been Just, spoken. You know, we'll yeah. give you the kill dozer, okay? Okay. <laughs> The German chocolate cake, unforgivable. <laughs> uh, more federal wasting of money. I found this fascinating where they're, they're so happy to be spending 350000 on this new study from the National Institute of Health, which uh, is breaking new scientific ground. The 350000 on a study to follow the habits of a number of women to find out what methods of contraceptive are sexually acceptable to them. Oh, no. And they're not. I don't don't think they're wasting money because uh, the coordinator of the project wants to make sure that she's reaching all women, including lesbians. Wait. See now that's we're talking about sexual contraception. See, Hmm. not sure if that the uh, the study is going to be uh, researching a sexual minority women of people who identify as lesbian, bisexual, queer, among many other things. She claims 20% of the female population in the United States are lesbian or bisexual. Get out of here. 20%? I don't buy that. No way. I mean, that's way beyond any survey ever. Jenny Jenny Higgins, associate professor in the Gender and Women's Studies Department at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, 20%. No way that's true. No way. No way. 20% is way too high. Uh, And overwhelming, uh, the sexual minority women... Uh, according to the researcher's website, uh, suggests that uh, sexual minority women, we'll, we'll, we'll just call them SMW women, have an increased risk of unintended pregnancy compared to their heterosexual peers. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So they're examining unique barriers uh, lesbians and bisexuals have to 
<laughs> adequate contraceptive care. You need Mary. Uh, you'll be happy to know, too, <laughs> that uh, we're spending this unique barriers. We're spending taxpayer money to find out if sex with contraception is good. Oh. $347,000 of taxpayer funds are going to this study. It's the question the National Institutes of Health has the same people. been asking. Yeah. Studying which methods of birth control are sexually acceptable to women. It's the same stupid do people. Do we really need to do that? It's... I mean, that's a place to work, man. If, the National Institute right, of Health. That's what I was saying. Like, what is happening there? If, if not, what are you going to do about it? You know? Well... We need to. If it is, then see the study money. They just come up with this stuff, and we give them study money, and yeah. then they, well, you know, uh, this is what we found in our mm-hmm. studies, and with some of this needs to be addressed uh, in a separate study because we can't quite dig in quite as deep as we want to. So what we need is what we found. We need is this. This will take another three hundred thousand mm-hmm. to make us, uh, you know, sure. dig deeper. They just keep pouring money in. Sure, our founders are spinning like lathes in their graves right now. <laughs> I think they've stopped caring. They're just like, you know yeah, what, like, whatever. Oh. Okay, they've dug themselves this hole. There's the last... nothing we can do about it now. <laughs> hey, Ben, have you checked on America in a while? I'm not no, watching I'm up not... there anymore. I don't care. Not even look in. So you remember when uh, John Lasseter from uh, Disney and Pixar got in trouble uh, the end of last year as part of the, you know, the big uh, sexual uh, intimidation movement mm-hmm. uh, where he was uh, accused of misconduct allegations and and he was like, and then he went on a leave of absence. He took some time off. And then uh, he acknowledged in a, in a memo that, look, there's some missteps. Uh, I'm sorry that I made coworkers feel disrespected or uncomfortable. So I'm taking his leave of absence, right? I mean, that's what he said. So okay. uh, Disney had come out and said, well, you know, we might, uh, I'm thinking about maybe bringing, uh, you know, John back on a limited basis. You know, because maybe, I don't know, he helped create one of the biggest, <laughs> he was in charge of all three mm-hmm. of their legs that were worth billions. Yeah. Um, people had a fit. Uh, no, that's not uh, That's not what's going to happen. So he's, uh, he's out. Yeah, you can't do that. He's out. Can't do that. Uh, he's not coming back. He doesn't have an office at the building anymore. And at the end of the year, he end stops year, getting yeah. money. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. They just threw it out there like, well, you know, we're thinking about bringing it back on a limited basis. Eh, eh. Yeah, that's All not going to work. fires of hell rain down. Not in this environment. I know. I mean, he was just, I mean, I, he was hugging, right? And I think he, I don't, I don't think he did, I'll, read, I'll stop right there, never mind. Yeah, because I, did you remember that he did something bad or? No, I just remembered that what I was going to say is it wasn't that bad, it, you know. Yeah, it, it, it was you, horrible. No matter what, right, correct. No matter what, it correct. was horrible. No matter what Whatever was, he did. It was the worst. It was horrible. And and Even I, if he wasn't, if it wasn't proven, right? I believe the people who accuse right. him. And the he, other people wait, that work there a terrible person. Just stay be... away from John because he always wants to hug you. Is he a man? The horror. Right. Wait, is he a man? Yes. Oh. Then he's guilty. Right. right. We're done. I mean, Obviously. why are we even having this discussion? Obviously, you right. don't even it's need over. to have the discussion. It's over. Done. <laughs> don't look into it any further. He's a man. He's been accused. He's guilty. Get him out. I know he was in charge of all three of the legs. You know, Disney, Pixar, and all the animated films that made billions of dollars for and the think company. Of, so, yeah, think so he's been much. gone now for a while. So we're going to think about maybe bringing him back. He's on been a gone, basis. and they've just they're probably struggling now. Just to get with a little idea gone. of what we're, what's going on in the company. Nope. Yeah. We're going to put these other two people in charge. Two people are going to be in charge of. Two of the legs, not three, of what he was in charge of. And we'll see how that works out. Amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Father's Day is Sunday, and I got a great gift idea for you. Uh really? something a little bit different than the socks or ties that you're probably thinking about. How about if your dad's a real history buff, 
Uh, I've just discovered this book by Michael S. Law. It's called The Founder's Revolution, and it's fantastic. Let me tell you just about chapter four in this book. Uh, It goes over the charges, abuses of legislative power. Uh, The next 10 charges uh, that they, because chapter three was about charges and the abuses of executive power. Then they go into legislative. The next 10 charges are abuses of legislative powers by King George. These charges include taxation without representation, no trial by jury, altering colonial governments, and declaring themselves with power to legislate in all cases whatsoever. So these are the things that went into the foundation of our government with the checks and balances and making sure that you had trials by jury and making sure that as we were just talking about, you don't immediately assume somebody's guilt. You assume their innocence until they're proven guilty. Are you going to tell us about other chapters? Or? No, I'm just going to tell you about the one. So, But if you don't then, tell us about other chapters, I'm going to have to buy the book. Yeah, that's what I'd like you to do. Huh. Yeah. So. Thanks. <laughs> so you'll rediscover the forgotten history of how the Declaration of Independence came into being and the principles that form our government. You're going to be shocked. Uh, or maybe not, because you hear about it every day. How far we've strayed from the founders' principles, it's it's going to be chilling to you. But we need to know, because we have to know what's going wrong and what they intended in the first place for us to be able to fix it. So go to your computer right now, type in thefoundersrevolutionbook.com, pick up your copy on Amazon. The book has five stars. It's a great read. You're going to learn a lot. Founders Revolution Book. Dot com. The Founders Revolution Book. Dot com. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Here. All right, finishing up with uh, Jeffy and chewing the fat. You have another interesting I got a couple, story. A couple little stories. Uh, one just made me uh, another story that just you know I, I don't know if it happens every day, but it's just agonizing and drives me crazy. Whatever it is, yes, the, it happens every day. The Twitter CEO. Okay, yeah, oh, you don't know that. You yes, know this that happens, happens every day. So the Twitter CEO yes. uh, tweets out a tweet promoting this new Boost app that he used to uh-huh. purchase Chick Fil A. Like a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And the world went crazy on the left. I mean, Soledad O'Brien called him out. Hey, uh, you sinned by publicly eating Chick-fil-A during Gay Pride Month. Are you kidding me? So so instead of saying, hey, Soledad, why don't you stick a Chick-fil-A sandwich up your butt? How about that? Right. Love Jack. Yes. He didn't say that. No, he didn't. No, he said, <laughs> he you're, apologized. you're right. Completely forgot about their background. That's unbelievable. I can't. You know what their what? background is? You know what the background, the terrible sin Chick-fil-A if, did? If Dan a, Cathy. It better not be about marriage. I'll tell you that. Dan Cathy, Chick-fil-A CEO, in 2012, six years ago, yeah. <laughs> said he supported defining marriage as between a man and a woman, which he described as, get this, 
I'm quoting now. Don't blame me for this. I'm quoting <laughs> Dan Cathy. Oh, my goodness. The <laughs> biblical definition of a family. You unquote. bastard. Oh, no. Oh no. Wait, gosh. did you say that on the air? Quote or no quote. That's your, <clears throat> I didn't that's mean to. Is it too? Can we cut Again, this I'm, yet? I'm quoting someone else. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I guess. All right. Whatever. I see you're out. There. So because of that, you can't even eat at Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A now? No, wait a second. You said that True Cathy said this six years ago? Uh-huh. Isn't that what Barack Obama believed six years ago? Oh yes. Oh, I mean, gosh. yes, it is. So uh, he just didn't. He just didn't publicly tweet it out. Okay. Keith. Right. But yes, Isn't six that, years I ago, mean, when did Obama finally say uh, he was it thirteen? Is that when? Whenever he the Supreme and, Court, I don't know. He and Hillary both in twenty thirteen right. or twenty fourteen both came out finally and said, "Okay, yes, we support." Well, they they evolved. Yeah, they they evolved. They evolved. We hadn't evolved to that so, that point yet. It drives me it's out of my mind. Agonizing. It drives me and out of my mind. It looks like around 2015, he, I'm seeing some news pings. Killed him. He's promoting the new Boost app, which I'm sure he's Come a part of now. or at least invested in. You can't even have a Chick fil A sandwich because. They support uh, traditional marriage. And Are I you bet kidding you, me? And I bet you Boost is going to come out. I haven't seen it yet, but I bet you the Boost app will say, oh, we no longer deal with Chick-fil-A. I'll bet you're right. I'll bet you're right. Nailed it. Yep. That is absolutely mm-hmm. agonizing. I mean, you, they tried to put, remember the last time you tried to mess with Chick-fil-A? What happened? Uh, people lined up out the doors to help them out. Yep. They'll do uh, it. I'll do it again. I will too. I might do it today just to stand there to help them. Well, you're going to go there stand anyway. their ground. I mean, that's your routine. I don't want to, but I might have to eat a Chick fil A I mean, sandwich they today need, they and have help. a milkshake. They need our help. Just to help them out. Thank Sweet you. Tea. I mean, it's totally against everything I feel about good eating, but. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Here yeah. on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Doc Zick tweets The Parkland kids should have sung the national debt song at the Tony Awards. <laughs> Twenty-one trillion one hundred two billion three hundred fifty million dollars in counting. In counting. That would have been good. <laughs> uh also Parkland kids are from uh Dutson Scott. Parkland kids are going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. You know it's true. <laughs> yep. Hurts, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> but it's true. Mm-hmm. We have to go there every time, don't we? Every time something <laughs> musical happens, it's the Foreigner thing yeah. is rubbed into into my wound. Um, So it's kept fresh. That's the good thing about it. it never, my wound <laughs> oh. never gets stale. It's oh, always yeah. fresh. That's the, that's the greatest thing about this audience. Uh-huh. They, they don't let you forget. <laughs> Uh, Wendy's is trolling IHOP apparently on uh, Twitter because they're changing their name to IHOB. <laughs> is that? I mean, are they real? Is this a real thing? They they can't be the International House of Burgers, can they? I mean, you know, this is only going to be a few days or a week or whatever. Uh, but Wendy's does know how to be sassy on social media. First, they trolled McDonald's about the double arches always broken ice cream machines. <laughs> Then they agreed to go prom uh, with Burger King, but go to prom with Burger King, but warned against getting handsy. Now they're getting salty about IHOP's recently announced name name change to IHOB, 
While the chain wants to promote its launch into burgers, Wendy's, Wendy's has some doubts. Uh, they tweeted out, so Wendy's, you're just going to let IHOB sell burgers on your block? Thought you were the OG? What does that mean? <laughs> See, I can't, I, I don't understand Twitter speak, so. I don't, I don't. Wendy said, not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. Oh, I thought you were the <laughs> place of, okay. That's great. Uh, the original gangster. <laughs> So Wendy's, we thought oh, you were okay. the original gangster on the okay. hamburgers, and then and Wendy says, "Well, it's hard to take a place that pancakes." Then they hard. tweeted out, "Remember when you were like seven and thought changing your name to Thunder Bear Sword would be super cool? Like that, but our cheeseburgers are still better. Like that, but our cheeseburgers are still better. Yeah, okay, I like the first tweet better. <laughs> it's good stuff." Not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. (laughs) Uh, But Wendy's used to be my favorite fast food place until I discovered the greatness of Mm Chick-fil-A. Now, Chick-fil-A, this is an amazing story to me. Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, tweeted out, I don't know, he was using some new thing boost or whatever i thought that was like a drink for old people like uh, incontinence it's also an app of some kind where you can i don't know they boost you to a better charge or charge you less or i don't know how it works but he tweeted about that so people realized he had had lunch at chick-fil-a oh no which i didn't realize especially in pride month oh no Mm -hmm. can't do it can't do it uh, because Dan Cathy, the CEO at Chick-fil-A, once decided to tweet out that they defined marriage between a man and a woman, the biblical definition of a family. And the left went crazy. The left went nuts. How dare you? Uh, and so how dare you even eat at, at Chick-fil-A now? It's so ridiculous. When, in fact, <clears throat> all of your heroes on the left Virtually every single one of them who's a politician up until like 2013, 2014 still believed marriage was traditionally between a man and a woman. They still believe that was the place to go. When Barack Obama was elected president, his belief was this. Well, it, it was it was better than it sounds. Huh. Right I, now. I wish I wish that's you what know. Obama sounded like all the time. I know. Right. For eight years. Hmm. It sounded like this. What I believe in my faith is that, mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, a man and a woman, uh, man when, and they a woman married, when they get married, uh, are performing something before God. And it's not simply uh, the two uh, persons who are meeting. Oh, isn't that interesting? Okay, so he obviously believed marriage to be between a man and a woman. Hillary Clinton said this. I believe that marriage is... Not just a bond, but a sacred bond between a man and a woman. Oh, wow. What a hater. I have had occasion in my life to defend marriage. Have you? To stand up for marriage. Hmm. To believe in the hard work and challenge of marriage. Huh. Isn't that interesting? So I take umbrage at anyone who might suggest that those of us who worry about amending the Constitution... Uh Uh-huh are less committed to the sanctity of marriage or to the fundamental bedrock principle mm. that it 
exists between a man and a woman going back huh. into the mists of history. Wow. A fundamental. I'm going to write that down. A fundamental <sighs> bedrock, bedrock principle, principle dating back to the mists of time. History. 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 Mists of history. Mists of history. Mm-hmm. That marriage is be. be- is between a man and a woman. Huh. Whoa. How did she survive that hateful speech? How? (laughs) First of all, that tells you how quickly society changed. And it tells you uh, the gymnastics these politicians do just so that they can uh, receive votes. Just so that they can play to these special interest groups. And there's no more powerful special interest group, we all know, than the LGBT QIA plus group. There's nobody who has more leverage right now than they do. There's nobody who can ruin you faster than they can. I'd say it's between them and CARE, like the Council of American Islamic Relations. Run afoul of either of those groups and bye bye. We'll see you later. And they've decided for some reason, okay, so. Hillary took office as U.S. Senator, believing marriage was between a man and a woman. Barack Obama took office both times in 08 and 12, believing that marriage was traditionally between a man and a woman. Because his faith dictated that to him. Remember, he told us that. His faith dictated it. Between a man, a woman, and God. Now, this president that we currently have in the White House, Donald Trump, is the most gay-friendly ever elected. He is fine with same-sex marriage and was elected believing that same-sex marriage is, is perfectly fine. And yet you still have buffoons like Robert De Niro at the Tony Awards doing this. How powerful you are, Bob. That's great. So embarrassing. Pathetic. What lemmings. What idiots. So, we got that from the Tonys. Um, we also... Uh, As one of the found... To have, yeah, mm, there she is again. Pretty much her. done with the Hillary stuff. <laughs> uh, but then Andrew Garfield also got up. Uh, he is the... One of the incarnations of Spider-Man he played. Oh, no, no. Yeah. One of the Spider-Men. Um, not the current one. Oh, good. Okay. Not the original one. Okay. The one in the middle. The ones I haven't seen. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Got it. So, yeah, he's that uh, Spider-Man, but okay. now I think he's in the perhaps Tony Award winning Angels in America or whatever that play mm. is called. To hell with your religious sensibilities. I don't give a rat's anus about him. <laughs> Just bake that cake. Bake it. Just bake a cake because somebody wants you to, and nobody else can bake that cake but you. You're the only baker. I, I just, you know, keep your mouth shut. First of all, you're not even from this country, obviously. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut on our politics, will you? Shut up. Secondly, if we're going to have that attitude, whether, you know, so everybody just bake a cake. How about this? Let's let all babies be born. How about that? <laughs> just do it. Just let all babies be born and stop killing children. How about that? <laughs> I, I bet you you wouldn't hear a single peep out of them, except for booze. I guess you'd probably hear booze. Or crickets. Oh, man. It is. It's painful now 
if you're not an extreme left-wing buffoon, it is absolutely painful to watch the Tony Awards. And Frank, I didn't. But the clips are excruciating to listen to the next day. Ugh. It makes you grateful for new MMA world welterweight champion, Colby Covington, who, um, let's see, do I have? This is the one I, I think have... you said you forgot to put in, right? I might have no? forgotten to put oh, this in. Oh, no. No, I didn't forget to put oh. it in. So this is great. Probably your producer's fault anyway. Probably. Uh, er- everything that goes wrong on this show, mm-hmm. when it does, is the producer's I fault. I hate your so, producer. I know. He's terrible. Jerk. He's terrible. So he won the interim welterweight UFC championship last, no, Saturday night. Okay. And he, here's what he said afterward. Uh, I did everything I said I was going to do. I told everybody I was going to make the welterweight division great again. And now I'm going <laughs> to celebrate how a real American should celebrate winning a world title. And that's going to the White House to see Mr. Donald Trump put this on his desk. Nice. Unlike the, the Philadelphia Eagles disrespecting <laughs> our country's flag by kneeling for the national anthem. Not unlike the filth fidelity. Fid- the Philadelphia. 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 <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah, he even paused, but boy, he nailed it compared the to us. Philadelphia Eagles. There you go. <laughs> it'd be a great. It'd be a great word if you could say it. I can't, so I'm not going to use it anymore. But uh, uh, very funny. Yeah. In fact, he was in the ring still, and he had just been declared the winner uh-huh. when Joe Rogan got up, and uh, he said it in front of the whole crowd. <laughs> First off, Joe Rogan, all I want to say is this is a real championship belt. I'm going to do what a real American should do. I'm bringing this belt to the White House, and I'm putting it on Donald Trump's desk. And secondly, Joe, Tyrone Woodley, you're a freaking coward. That's great. And then it's just a challenge to some other uh, MMA fighter. But uh, thank goodness for Colby Covington. We got at least somebody who, you know, likes the president, is willing to go to the White House after he's won his title. I don't know that Trump's invited him, but I bet he does now. <laughs> I bet he does now. I bet oh, he does gosh. now. All right, let me tell you about a, a product I'm absolutely sold on. It's Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. This gives you vegetables if you don't normally get them in your diet. Uh, and now that I'm taking Field of Greens, um, I have just have more energy, feel less hungry during the course of the day. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. Prebiotic, probiotic, it boosts your immune system. There's antioxidant power. Uh, and it's not extracted from anything. It's actual real foods. So you get real superfoods, kale and you know spinach, all this stuff that is really nasty tasting, at least in my personal opinion. <laughs> but this tastes great. You take one scoop, uh, put it into eight ounces of your favorite beverage, it's that easy and it tastes great. It just sweetens it for you. So go to Brickhouse Nutrition or BrickhousePat.com. BrickhousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today and you'll get 10% off a month's supply when you use the promo code PAT. BrickhousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Philadelphia. There. I think I'm getting it now. Got that. 
Philadelphia. <laughs> Great term from uh, Colby Covington, who just won an MMA championship and said he, like all good Americans should do, he's going to go to the White House with his championship belt now and uh, and put it on Donald Trump's desk. <laughs> now, I, I doubt the MMA champion has been invited in the past to the White House. I don't know. We'd have to check on that. I'm not. I, I would be surprised. What's his name again? I can't believe I don't know. Colby Covington. But yeah. we should look to see if any MMA champion uh-huh. has ever been invited to any White House. Okay. I'm guessing no. But uh, I'll bet you, I'd bet $100 he'll be invited. Because Trump will, won't pass up that opportunity. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let's go to Steve in Missouri. You're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hey. Uh, I just telling you, Screener, uh, I don't know why guys like De Niro don't realize they're alienating half of their, their fan base out here. Yeah. And I, uh, I don't know if they don't realize it or if they just don't care or if they just think that everybody thinks the way they do because they live in these little Hollywood bubbles where everybody feels the same way. I, I haven't been in the movie since 1996. I saw Independence Day. It was the last movie I saw in the theater. Wow. Uh, wow. The only time I watch movies is when Dish offers us free uh, HBO and stuff like that. Every so often we get a weekend free. That's the only time I watch current movies. Who was it All that right. finally uh, was the straw that broke the camel's back in 1996? Do you remember? Well, it's it's mainly financial for me. Oh. But there's also a lot of movies out there I just I wouldn't pay to see. Yeah. And... and um, at one time, Hollywood used to be very conservative. Yes. That's been a while, they would, though. They would fire actors for being gay or keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Disney fired his top child actor because the mother of the guy he was messing with complained personally to Disney. Mm. And he fired him. And, yeah, things, uh, things were much different. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, Steve. Uh, in Hollywood. You know, in the 1940s and 50s. Yeah, guys like Jimmy Stewart, all-American men who served in the wars, who served in World War II and came back and resumed their careers again. And they were proud Americans who believed in conservative values. But not now. Now, now you're, 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 you're working for Potter now, uh, you see. I think Jimmy Stewart would... I think he'd be shocked at the state that Hollywood is in now. He died. He must have died in the mid '90s, mid to late '90s. I think or something, it was the I late think. '90s. So yeah. he probably saw some of this, but um, man, not to this extent. Yeah, he died in '97. Uh, Bob Hope, all those guys uh, seems like we're pretty conservative guys. Yeah. Uh, Bob Hope had that one. Uh, joke that about Democrats yeah. well, that was circulating yeah. for a while. Bob Hope died in 2003, and his funny line was, um, uh, "They they seem dead sometimes. They walk around like zombies. Oh, you mean like Democrats? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but now, uh, yeah, completely different world. Totally different world. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Chuck in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey Pat, how you doing? Good. Uh, I. Saw the video, the aerial video of the killdozer. Okay. The guy had actually armored up the whole thing so he couldn't be shot while he was driving it through town and smashing everything. Yeah, that's amazing. 
Um, do you know how long? And that... believe it or not, uh-huh. he got the idea from the movie Killdozer. There was a Killdozer oh. movie. Yep. <laughs> no idea. Sorry, I missed that one. Wow. Uh, I bet that was a classic. <laughs> I've seen both the live and the uh, movie. How, how was the movie? Was it good? Everything you dreamed? Uh, it was kind of uh, a little bit raunchy, actually. It was kind of off the wall. It was B, B grade. Okay. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Chuck. Wait, if it was hmm. B grade and it was raunchy, I'm surprised that Jeffy wasn't aware of that before he came in here to do the story. Right? I'm surprised he didn't know about the movie first. Bulldozer. Killdozer? Yeah. Killdozer. Yep. The movie. Kill Dozer. The movie. You can always tell by the movie poster what what kind of quality it's going to be. Yeah, that looks like a B or C movie, actually. Nineteen seventy four. So it's been a while. So, but that's where he got his idea. That's that's amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Ninety two percent of the people liked the movie. Wait a minute, I'm looking at this. Thirty percent liked it. Uh, this says Google users. 92% liked this movie. Oh, those are Google users. Look at Rotten Tomato users. It's it's 30? Yeah. Okay, and critics, no critics yeah, uh, rating critics. on that one. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, it depends on who you believe, Rotten Tomatoes or uh, or Google. Well, how could you not believe everything Google says? Right? I mean, so. what was the thing that they, they said about, uh, oh, they called uh, some con- congressional woman mm-hmm. a member of congress they had on her little google information site that she was a uh Not so. a bigot a big oh bigot a i'm bigot. sorry yeah and that the she was belonging to the republican party which has its roots in nazism <laughs> i mean she's stop no pretty bad <sighs> but again and that's another indication of of where we are right now and here's yet another if you'd like one Denver Church is raising some eyebrows for commenting on the Supreme Court decision that sided with the baker who refused to create a wedding cake for the gay couple. A marquee sign outside the South Broadway Christian Church uh, reads, Jesus would have baked that cake. Okay. Hmm. I don't know that you can speak for him that way. That's thing one. Thing two is... If you believe the Bible to be the word of God, uh, these are his words in the first place. And uh, while he would love the people, yeah, I don't know that he bakes a, a wedding cake for a same-sex wedding. Well, he's a carpenter anyway. I mean, it's not like he's a Yeah, he wasn't a baker. Stuff. Right. I can't see him <laughs> slaving over a stovetop. Come on. If somebody came to him and said, hey, uh, Jesus, will you bake us a same-sex wedding cake? He's like... Uh, you know, I can hit a nail with a hammer. I'm, that's not really my deal. I I mean, I'm not a, much of a baker. I mean, he could snap his fingers, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to actually bake it. <laughs> but poof, there's a cake. Church pastor Dustin Adkins posted the sign uh, and told the TV station, the local TV station, why he did it. It's all about inclusion. Of course, of course it is. Jesus worked with folks on the periphery of society mistreated and marginalized. Those folks are the ones... He welcomes the most. The wedding cake saga began in 2012 when, uh, of course, Jack Phillips, cake artist, owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop, refused to sell the wedding cake. And now we've had the Supreme Court decision that didn't really rule on the religious freedom aspect of it, just on the fact that he was discriminated against. 
Phillips told the TV station, I don't create cakes for Halloween. I wouldn't create a cake that was anti-American or that would be disparaging against anybody for any reason. Even cakes that would disparage people who identify as LGBT. So he wouldn't have made those cakes either. Just cakes that have a message, and this one is one I can't create. Seems like the most innocuous thing in the world. Seems like, okay, let this guy, leave him alone. Let And I think, like the couple in Oregon, I think he recommended a bake shop that would probably do it for them. But again, that's not the agenda. The cake isn't the agenda. The ideology is the agenda. Forcing this down our throats is the agenda. In making an example out of someone or a company that doesn't toe the line to the nth degree to what you believe. That's the agenda. 888-933-93 with your thoughts. Pat Gray Unleashed. Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of uh, Twitter, Mark Hamill has tweeted out. Oh goody! Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker from the Star Wars series. Mm-hmm. How to get a standing ovation at the Tonys? Give the people what they want. Always a crowd pleaser. Hashtag speaking truth to power. Hashtag Tuck Frump. <laughs> get it? Yes, I do get it. Get it? That's great, Mark. Idiot. Tuck Idiot. Trump. Ugh. I, and again, why? Why do you want to piss off half of your potential audience? I don't understand. Because they've made their millions. They don't care they, what we exactly. think. They don't, they don't depend on us for their livelihood anymore. Apparently, there's a lot of truth to that. Also, the guy who got fired from CrossFit Inc. last week, mm-hmm. Russell uh, Berger, he was one of the big executives, and he commented on... One of their franchises' decision not to participate in the gay pride, the LGBTQIA pride event in Indianapolis. Oh, no. So you have to participate in that, I guess, if you want to stay in business? Well, they decided not to. And so they got uh, so much crap from that, it drove them out of business at that location. They had to close the gym just crazy. That's sad. And the CrossFit executive, Russell Berger, uh, commented on it. As someone who personally believes celebrating pride is a sin, I'd like to personally encourage CrossFit Infiltrate for standing by their convictions and refusing to host an indie pride workout. Okay, so the backlash then was directed at him. And he was summarily fired. Now he's saying, you know, I think my comments were imprudent. And I think it was unwise for me to use the platform that I have and largely used to act as a spokesperson for CrossFit 
to express my personal views. I put my company in a position that I wish I hadn't. I put them in a position where they felt they had to weigh in on something that they otherwise wouldn't have, and I regret that. I think it distracts them from their mission and takes away time and energy and resources for making people fitter and healthier, which is what they should be doing, so I regret that. However, he said, but I think it's really a sobering and disheartening example of where we are as a culture that he was fired for it. Simply by expressing those views, which again have been pretty standard for views for the historic Christian faith over thousands of years, that view is no longer tolerated. And in fact, it's a view that's so divisive and so intolerable that it's the kind of thing you can't say and expect to keep your job. According to Russell Berger, and he's exactly right on that. The misrepresentation, though, is... uh, That makes me a homophobic bigot who hates gay people and doesn't want them involved in the CrossFit world. That's so far from the truth. I love the people in the LGBTQ community, and I want them to know Christ. How dare you say that? Mm. You couldn't leave well enough alone. How dare you? Have they gone ahead and executed this gentleman? I hope so. Hmm. He deserves it. He said that means being honest about the fact that we are all sinners, and we need... To not revel in our sin, but turn from it and trust in him. Oh, now, my friend. See, now. Now you've done it. If you hadn't been executed up to this point, now you need to be. Did he say all this hate while um, holding up a Chick-fil-A sandwich for the camera? (laughs) Probably. Probably. (laughs) He said it's really a, a powerful and important lesson that all Christians need to be aware of. Very common, very effective strategy that's being employed by a certain segment of the LGBTQ community in terms of basically silencing any view that disagrees with their beliefs. Tell me that's not the case. Yeah, that's a great point. He, th- he I, I hope it's not missing that. He said a certain segment of the LGBTQ. Right. It's, right. Not, it's not 100% of people who identify as gay that no, are doing we, this. We've heard from many of them in the last few days. Men, it's gays who have said... No, I don't. I don't agree with this either. It's, so it's a specific militant movement that yeah. is hell bent on having us all believe exactly like they do, exactly, or, or just keep quiet. That's our that's our choice. Yep. Then we have the story of the Indiana uh, school teacher who said he was forced to resign after he refused to call a transgendered student by their preferred name of choice, John Kluge, who taught orchestra at Brownsburg High School, said he didn't agree with a school policy that required teachers to call transgendered students by their preferred name. I feel compelled... uh, I feel the compelled speech of forcing a teacher to take a side on this very highly controversial topic as a violation of our First Amendment rights, he said. He decided to voluntarily submit his resignation because he believed that he would be terminated anyway. Klug said the meetings with the high school's administration were very threatening and bullying, but now he wants his job back. said, I enjoy being the orchestra teacher at Brownsburg. It's unfortunate that the administration is not letting me come back and that they're unwilling to continue a reasonable accommodation that most people consider to be very common sense. Do we know if he had? I mean, I know he took a stand here. Was it against a specific student? Yeah, there was a specific student that went through the whole deal, got the doctor's note and everything, went through the process, 
and he was still like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. I don't care how many levels of authority you've gone ahead of time. That's amazing. Though, yeah. He took that stand because mm-hmm. you know you can't do that if you want to keep your job. Mm-hmm. But that'll end up in a lawsuit and he'll probably lose. Yes. Earlier this week, when Connecticut held its, uh, this must have been last week, mm-hmm. its state high school track and field championships. I love this. The uh, previous records for girls okay. were broken in oh. both the 100 and 200 meter runs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, broke the uh, girls' record because it's actually biologically boys. Wait. They were, yeah. You just said the girls' record mm-hmm. fell. Mm-hmm. What, what? I mean, you're changing your story, man. A transgendered what? person won the events. Oh. Another transgendered person was a runner up in the 100 meter dash. Okay. Results are causing some controversy. Why? Because people hate? Is that why? Is that why? Got a bunch of Connecticut haters? How could, why would this be controversial? A lot of people have asked can you write a separate race? Can you put an asterisk next to their name? Do something that shows there's a standard that is different from that? No. According to uh, CIAC Executive Director Carissa Niehoff, when you get into playing that out, You've got civil rights issues. So this is the governing body for Connecticut high school sports. And they're saying, no, no, this is a civil rights issue. A, you've got a boy who is, I guess, they haven't transitioned though, right? They're, they're, they haven't had the surgery. Nah, they're dudes. So biologically speaking. They're dudes. They're boys mm-hmm. participating in girls' events. Uh, anyway, she continues, then within the same gender, you're, you are taking one population of the gender and you're separating them and creating another class. Good gosh. Yes, that's what we do. That's why they're called genders, because there's one here and there's one here. That's what Title IX speaks to. That's what the Office of Civil Rights Guidelines speak to. You cannot discriminate based on gender. You're not. We're not. These are boys. You don't let them compete against the girls. But how do you, uh, identify gender, Pat? Well... In our case, in Connecticut, Mm -hmm. she says, gender is gender identity. So it's not your gender. It's not really what you are. It's what you say you believe you are. How does this make sense in anybody's world? Just Any boy in any high school in Connecticut can decide, hey, I identify as a girl and compete and probably win every event in girls' sports. But this is the same society wish, that wants us to treat women equal, as uh, they should be. And I want somebody to do this. I, I hope some guy, just to prove the point, decides that he is a girl and competes in girls' events. Then let's see what happens. Okay, if this is the world you want, here it is. You like it? How do you like it? I mean, what? as the article points out, What about the two girls who worked for years and got knocked out of the finals by this boy who identifies as a girl, um, and they were knocked out of the finals by these two transgender people? What about the two girls who finished seventh and eighth in the finals who were denied a chance to compete in the New England championships? Mm -hmm. She says, well, we do feel for them. Fully agree it doesn't feel good. The optic isn't good. But we really have to look at the bigger issues that speak to civil rights and the fact that this is high school sports. Right. So you shouldn't be screwing with it like this. Gobbledygook. 
I mean, this is what we said. We said, wow. well, so hypothetically, you could have a boy racing. Oh, that's not going to happen. They know. Oh, there you go. Boom. There you go. It's Put already happening. Put that in your pipe. I mean, it's this interesting is... because we had a lesser example of this in Texas this year with the girl who won that's the right. girls wrestling, wrestling yes. championship. But she's actually a girl transitioning into becoming a boy. But, you know, so she's taking all the hormones. She's on testosterone. And, you know, that's a, uh, it's something that wouldn't be allowed for virtually anybody else. It's why Barry Bonds isn't in the rock, in the baseball hall of fame. He's not in the rock and roll hall of fame either, but he will be before foreigner. Let the tweets begin. (laughs) (laughs) It's why Mark McGuire is not in the hall of fame. It's, it's why Sammy Sosa is not in the hall of fame. It's because of steroids. It's because of hormones like testosterone. But this girl took them because she's making the transition, and that was fine. She dominated dominated the other girls in the state. I mean, there was another girl that I think she either wrestled in the semifinals or the finals. The other girl was um, like 52-0 and 0 or something. And the transgender person was also 45 or 50-0 and 0 on the season. And she beat her like 13 to 1. I mean, she just dominated her. And so, is that okay? I guess it is now because they go by your actual gender in Texas. In Texas, we go by your gender. And she is a girl, so she competed with the girls. Even though she wanted, she said, to compete with the boys. So, fascinating. Is, is this exclusionary or is this equality if we say, all right, let's just have a transgender um, uh competition well you have like three people in the division oh okay well i'm glad that we're changing all of our culture and our rules based on those three people i know and somebody's got to test this in connecticut some boy has to enroll in all girls sports and just see if they can dominate them and if they do then great okay you've made a pretty good point there now what are you going to do connecticut or these girls maybe i mean it's too late for them to compete but those girls should sue no at least to make yes. the point or to overturn the stupid yeah they should um, uh, the policy policy of the school system it ludicrous sucks. it's absolutely ludicrous triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more Pat Gray unleashed coming up Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. And welcome, Triple Eight, 93 Back Gray Unleashed. So, uh, what a world. We're going to have some serious, serious challenges to deal with uh, very soon. I mean, we already do, but there's going to have to be some decisions made in, in the interest. I mean, and isn't it the left that's all worried about fairness? Is it fair for, for guys, for males to compete against females? I, I guess it is, according to their ideology, because men and women are the same, or exactly the same. Men have no physical advantage whatsoever. Everything is equal. So why not let the guys compete against the girls? 
Why should they even have to claim that they've got uh, you know some kind of gender identity situation going on? Just let them compete. Let's <laughs> see who wins. So you're going to have to decide. Uh, and as we mentioned, in Texas, we just had that during the wrestling season, capped off with a transgendered person winning the girls' uh, state competition, state champion, two years in a row. And I guess this person is going to compete as a as a as a male in college. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see too. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, it's it's like this. They just, I think they do this just to piss us off sometimes. I, I think they make these decisions just to be contrarians. The Maryland uh, gubernatorial candidate, I'd like to know where he stands in the scope of this race. Is he even close? Mm, uh, I don't think so. Let me check, though. Hang the on. guy who is, his name is Rich uh, Madaleno. Democratic state senator running for governor. And he produced an interesting uh, video where he just tries to piss off Trump because that's what they like to do. They just like to piss off the right. And here he is trying to antagonize Americans and drive a bigger wedge between us. I'm Rich Madalino. I'm running for governor to deliver progressive results and to stand up to Donald Trump. Oh. Here are a few of the things I've done that already infuriate him. I protected Planned Parenthood from the Republicans in Congress. Take oh. that, Trump. Yeah, take I helped that. ban assault more weapons in Maryland. Take that, NRA. I believe in public schools, not vouchers. Take that, Trump. And Betsy DeVos. Yeah! And what's the number one way wow. I piss off Donald Trump and the Republicans? Take that, Trump. Okay, that's that's just embarrassing. Ridiculous. So stupid. Uh, to answer your question, uh, that guy there, Rich Madaleno, is in fourth place out of seven in two polls that were released this morning. And how far back? Um, in one, the leader has 21% and he has 6%. 6% and the other one, the Thank leader goodness. has 16 and he has 4 Thank heaven. Glory hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, at least for that. What a... What a douchebag. And the primary is June 26th. Look at his goal is to just anger people. And like, that's not going to matter to Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't care that you kiss some guy in your stupid ad. <laughs> but what you've done is you've attacked the people who support Trump. And so I guess you only want to, if you become governor, you're only going to be governor of half the state. I mean, again, same, same with the Hollywood leftists. They would rather make their point and piss people off than have more fans who support their careers. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure that this guy, Rich Madalino, will come on and have this civil discussion with you Which about Which we've this. asked him to do. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we've, we've asked him to do that. And uh, so far... 72 hours have passed and my inbox still empty. Silence. I have not heard back. Yeah, silence. Hmm. Uh, Nick in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Happy hey. Monday. You too. Um. When the WNBA started, uh, it wasn't started by a, a guy who said, you know what, I think women should be able to play basketball. It was started by women who wanted to play basketball but couldn't play in the men's league. So yeah. why don't these uh, gender, gender queer, gender neutral students just start their own league of uh, the LGBTQBA and the LGBTQLB <laughs> and the the Mm-hmm. you know all that crap yeah and have their own little competitions <laughs> uh, yeah, i mean when 
all the girls in the girls' league would be fine with no men in their league, and all the boys in the boys' league wouldn't have to worry about beating a girl. Exactly. Yeah, appreciate it, Nick. That'll never happen, but uh, it would be interesting to see. And then it, at least you have a place to, to compete, and then there could be no controversy. Just go ahead and create your own thing. I mean, we're getting that specialty now, aren't we? We're becoming that niche-ified. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Uh, Joe in New Jersey, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey. hey. Um, no, I just, I just wanted to mention how I'm curious. When is uh, like the colleges going to choose to you know, have a transgender girl or whatever it is, a transgender guy, but, you know, mm-hmm. a guy that's pretending to be a girl and gets brought into the college when there's girls that deserve it, you know? It's just yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see. When, and that will happen. And it'll probably happen pretty soon. Thanks, Joe. It'll be interesting to see how the left responds to that. Because now you've got two different leftist ideologies kind of banging heads against each other. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So do you believe in women's rights? Or do you believe in the transgender rights to compete against women? Where do you stand on that? <laughs> That's going to be fascinating. When it's costing other women scholarships and when the guy has, I, I know I'm going to be excoriated for saying this, but oh, he's no. got physical advantages. Oh. <gasps> Are you saying they're not exactly the same? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of am. Like it. Yeah, kind of am. Okay. So. If you want to, I mean... I know. The hell you want to die on? I know. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll. You know, one day will a woman ever be good enough to compete in the NBA against men? I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. And there've been some pretty talented women who have been really good, but then you, you put them on the floor with guys, and what happens? <sighs> They're not as good. So I hear the hate. You're gonna have you're gonna have a woman compete against LeBron James, uh, Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant. I I I don't know. I don't see it happening. Of course, the uh, the NBA season has drawn to a close now, and we won't be able to find out this year. Oh darn. Um, but uh, maybe maybe next year we'll have a woman challenge the system. It'd be great. Sure it will. Speaking of uh, the NBA season, is LeBron now is claiming because they lost they lost the series. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers lost the series to the Golden State Warriors. They got swept by Golden State four games to none. But now LeBron is claiming he had a broken hand <laughs> for th- for the last three games. Right, he broke his hand supposedly hitting a whiteboard. Uh, just bashing a whiteboard on the wall after it, game one. After game one, mm-hmm. and broke his hand. Uh, so I don't know if I because I think it was on his shooting hand. Yeah, they, apparently it was right hand. Yeah, um, but I guess we have video of when he was leaving the court after game four. So they lose the series in four games. Okay, and so here's yeah. so here's how he leaves the. Let's see what he's doing with his right hand. Probably protecting it since he broke it a few days oh, before. Oh, wait, no, nope. he's not. Okay, he's giving fives to kids and grabbing Slapping. people's heads. And... Uh, it looks okay. It's like a healthy hand. Look yeah. at that handshake. People patting on that hand. He's fine. Right? Unless. Oh, no. He's not? Unless he can just, he's got a high tolerance for incredible pain. You know what? He's one of the greatest <laughs> of all time. So, okay, I guess so. That's yeah, probably what might. it is. 
It didn't look like a hand that was broken. Yeah, but five minutes later, um, at the press know. conference, uh, it, that's when he brought it up. You know, that's when we yeah we see his hand. If we have the image, look at that. It's all wrapped up. Oh, and it's wrapped. So. And did somebody say, "Hey, LeBron, why is your hand wrapped?" That's or did he bring it up? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know how it came I've up. I've been basically playing the last three games with a broken hand. <laughs> In fact, uh, somebody amputated both my legs, too. I had a broken hand and two amputated legs. That's the only reason I that uh, we lost this series. I could have beaten could have beaten Golden State by myself. Yeah, that, if I wasn't at this handicap with a broken hand. That's the quote. I pretty much played the last three games with a broken hand. <laughs> That is the exact quote. That's amazing. Oh, you hadn't seen that? Mm-mm. <laughs> that is exactly what he said. <laughs> did he? Did he? Did he also talk about his uh, legs being amputated? Or I think I that's that way part. down in the story. Oh, okay. I mean, we're out All of right. time. You hear the music. We'll, I'm sure it's down we'll there. We'll let somewhere. you know tomorrow whether that's <laughs> part of the story or not. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.